We got a hook, line and sinker, and some water. Oh, sounds good, mate. Let's just go down to the bank and do our thing. All right. Because it's so natural just doing what we order. It makes a body want to sit right up and sing. It don't get lonesome. We got the dog to talk to. Yeah, not a bad sort of mother. And you know, he don't scream a name. Well, the best he can do is whine. Just rob the dog and no wives. They can't get us, mate. And the sharks out here ain't as bad as the humankind. And we got a lot of time now Oh, what a feeling Just a wet line And dream that time away We dream one day We'll get that great big boomer Oh, mate, I just want to feel it I don't mind if he gets away Well, I do Well, I don't Oh, my friends don't go Mates who just love to hear those stories. You know about that great big monster, the one that always seems to get away. But all I ever do is just hear those stories. It's a great game fishing. Shame they can't come out to play. <laughs> all my friends don't go fishing. They got to stay at home. They ain't Good morning and welcome to the 4K1G Fishing Show on what looks to be an absolutely glorious Saturday morning out the windows of our studio. We are ready and raring to go today on another fantastic episode. My co-pilot today is up at beautiful Hinchinbrook Channel and he's fishing the Ingham Rodden Reel Catch and Release Tournament and uh, hopefully we're going to catch Gaz a little bit earlier in the show and have a bit of a chat about what's going on up there. 
see what sort of fish he's caught. We all know by now that he's caught an absolute <laughs> thumper of Jack unless you live under a rock or don't have social media. So I'm looking forward to uh, having a chat to him about that. In the meantime, who is my special guest today? None other than Adrian Elrich from Sixham Wood. Good morning, Adrian. How are you, buddy? Good morning. How are you going? Good, good man. Good. good. I'm pretty excited to have you on the show. I missed you last time when you were in the studio because I was gallivanting around or doing something, and I think you might have been with Gaz and Chez, was it? Yeah, yeah. That was... Oh, that'd nearly be 12 months ago. Now. Nearly 12 months ago. So what a great way to have a bit of a refresher. And, um, mate, I had a look, look at a couple of lures that you brought in this morning, which you very kindly brought in as um, prizes. We're going to give one away today, starting today. Uh, the finish on them is absolutely spectacular. They look really good. And you're getting some huge notoriety in the lure world, especially in the timber lure world, which is a which is a whole section of its own and um, and you're really, really starting to head up the ladder. And it is a tough market, like you said. Um, so shows like this, we're going to endeavour to um, get our listeners out there to uh, to know the name and, and get in contact with you because they are really kick-ass lures. Yeah, thank and they you. They look beautiful. Um, yeah. So obviously, as you would know, our, our show is, is very barra-dominated and we're going to touch on that today with the tournament and everything. But... I love reading your posts, especially when you're going and chasing these, um, would we call them stick baits, walk baits over the flats? Yes, yeah, yeah. I call them stick baits. I call them stick They're, baits, some call them walk baits. and They've been, there's a bigger model and they've that's just been downsized, downsized and downsized yep. to suit what we've been targeting really for sure how these smaller stick baits have come about oh my god they are spectacular looking so we do have the big uh, model there which is something that would throw it out let's say a gt's our spaniards gt spanish yeah um the bycatch we chase a lot of gt's yes and the gt's get boring but it's the bycatch that yep. really gets us and the bycatch being spaniards or spanish cobia yep you'd be amazed how many top water cobia we get and that is amazing because with the myriad of uh, fishing videos I've watched, I don't think I've seen a, a cobia topwater strike. Uh, imagine a GT times 10. <laughs> oh, that's full on. Like you'll get a 10 kilo cobia and it'll, or it'll feel like you're going to get spooled. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they'll only be, they'll only be small cobia. Yeah. But we've had some pretty big, well, I think 15 kilos is the biggest we've landed. Yes. And we've had a few. Uh, See, fifteen kilo cobe, That's a big king. That's a that's a yeah. property. We've had a few. Like I don't know exact weights and that, but yeah, they'd have to be thirty kilos plus. Yeah, that's full on. Like we're we're looking at them, thinking that's a shark. Just burn it and get it we, out of the water because we're not going to deal with that. Nope. And it swims under the boat, and we're like, shit. That's that's a big cobe. That's a big cobe. We want that. Like, yep, beautiful. Give me your opinion on their eating quality. Some people call them the chicken of the sea. Other people like, mm, I like them. I think their 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 um, eating quality is fine. The day you catch them, I'll eat them. But yes. after that, I'm not a big fan. Not a big fan. No. So no freezing. Even cryovac and shut no. it down. I'll I'll release any now. Yeah. Unless someone's in the boat that wants to take it, but definitely. Um. Yeah, I'm not overly fussed on them. Do they release all right? Um, from the ones we've released, yes. They're pretty full on, aren't they? Like, as can, opposed to a Spaniard, which doesn't release well, in my opinion. Yeah, Spanish, the few Spanish we've released haven't. Yep. Some, you do, if you get to them quick enough and yep. they're not bleeding everywhere, they'll be fine. The problem is, most of the time they are bleeding like, a, 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 let's say, a cobia's head. It's just a yep. bulldog. It's a, it's a football and it's really hard to hurt. Whereas Spaniards, their whole body yep. is fragile. 
yep. especially around their, their skull area and so forth. And their, their gills are so exposed, so it's easy to tear them. You tear one gill, yep. that's it. It's game over yep. for them. So, um, but an incredible fish. I saw this morning, um, and we won't go into it too much, uh, the, the, the definite release on the, the dates of the close season. So there'll be two close seasons this year. Um, I think it was was it first of July or don't don't quote me on that listeners uh, no, yeah. November or something yeah but for, I think first of July or something like that the um, the actual one per person oh, one per two, per, yeah, yeah. two per boat comes into effect so um, yeah. and we'll talk about that more and from the posts that I've seen go up from the fisheries there's a lot of anger out there there's a lot of stress and, and scratching heads and so forth but we've covered that ab nauseum so we won't keep talking about that one but what we will do today is let's start off with um, with your shoals and reef experiences and so forth and then eventually towards the end of the show we'll start touching on jacks and barrows and everything else that these suckers catch which is a really really good thing favorite reefs mate have you got a particular one that you love going to oh, i wouldn't say i've got a favorite we've sort of it's taken a long time to figure out the reefs here yeah um like i think i did three or four trips to the reef and hadn't caught 10 fish total right and then the last few trips we've sort of really mm. knuckled down and just stuck to our guns yeah and yeah we've smacked some awesome fish off the flats so how good's that while we're actually talking um <coughs> how do people how do our listeners um look you up and so forth because quite often we have special guests on they they jump online or jump on social media and have a look so you do go under the name of sticks and wood yeah sticks and wood on instagram and yep. facebook and yep. if you want some cringeworthy videos go to tiktok yeah I'm, I'm learning yeah, it's a slow learning curve for me. Yeah, um, but yeah, I am on that's what too. we love. We love it, it, it. Same as Gary, it's been a slow learning curve for Gary for the last fifty-five years. <laughs> but um, <laughs> boy, Jay, if he's slapping that jack that he got at fifty-three oh. centimeters in my face this morning, saying "cop that." Yeah, yeah I saw that butter. last night. I thought I got some pretty good jacks this week, and then I saw that, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I and don't know if I want to post mine. Dirty mongrel-looking jack too. That's yep. a date mess with me. Well, and he got it on a red prawn because we're talking about motor oil red prawns last week yeah, yeah. and gary's like no 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 won't do it and i said gary give it a try so anyway i gave him one and um there you go bang got it so that was a good thing so yeah. we're out at the reef what do you look for when you go to the reef what what sort of areas are you going right into the lagoon areas you're going up on the shadow shallows explain when you're going to throw one of these stick baits um over the flats what sort of probably water? as soon as we hit the reef yep I like a like a deep water coming straight up into shallow, shallow water. Yeah. I like that hard drop off. Um, yeah. And you'd be surprised what's how big and what sort of fish and quantities oh, are yeah. up in that sort of water. It's amazing, isn't yep. it? Yeah. Like our last trip, we got a 15 kilo G in under two meters of water. <laughs> like, and that was the G. The we got 70 centimeter spangles. In. Yep. How hard did them buggers oh. go? Really? I kept losing trout because I was going so hard. And we worked out I was just going too hard, thinking they're yep. big fish and ended up pulling hooks out of out of them. 60, right 70 centimetre trout. I think. What are they up on the shallows? Are they mainly bar cheeks or are they blue spot or is it, a, uh, is it all the species? All the species. Yeah. Yep. I haven't got a footballer yet. That's, is would, that a bucket list? Yeah, it's a bit of a reef uh, bucket list. Aren't they a spectacular looking oh, thing? I've seen them caught in the boat. Yep. 
And I'm like, yeah, I've got to catch one of them. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been lucky enough. I've caught a few of them, but it, it, with them colours, them yellows, the blacks and everything, it, it, it sort of reminds me of a juvenile Queensland groper. And that's my yep. nemesis. Never, ever. In all... I've never caught one of them either. No, and all I've the seen hours, my brother catch one and all. Uh, so dirty. I know. Don't worry. I I'm I'm feel exactly the same. I've never caught a juvenile Queensland groper just to get a photo. And I've spent enough time in the creeks just quietly, as you yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. To put that one off my list. So yep. everything, I, I don't know. I've caught Spaniards in creeks and Cobias in creeks and you name it. Yep. It's a, but not the Queensland that was Groper. This week, I don't know if I want to say this because um, no, we no were going to try and go up a creek because apparently yep. there's Red Emperor and Nanny Guy up a creek up north yeah. where I was. Yep. And people will laugh at that listening, but anyone who fishes Hinchinbrook, for instance, they'll go, uh uh-uh. uh happens all the time nanny guy in concrete for instance and not yep. just small mouth large mouth nanny guy yep. um something about the red emperor they're moving in closer and closer once upon a time you used to have to go out quite a distance people wouldn't start looking for red emperor unless it was 150 feet and so forth yeah, yeah. more and more commonly they're getting caught in that 90 to 100 feet mark yeah and they're even the juveniles are moving in closer to to rock wall area and so forth. Yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a strange I thing. I cannot catch a nanny guy or red emperor here to save myself. Wow, you, you need to jump on Audacity Charters for I've a been trip, with mate. them and they they still couldn't get one. What? Yep. Holy hell! I've spent I've been trying to work this out lately. I've probably spent three months on the water just eyes glued to the sounder searching jigging. for wonky holes and all sorts yeah I've found inshore wonky holes I've found everything yep I've been given marks where people have caught 50 nanny guy yesterday I've gone there today caught nothing yep they've gone back tomorrow and caught another 20 you could be bloody unlucky my friend I just cannot do it but yep. I went and pulled some monster fingers off them marks on them people too so hey nothing wrong with that I was pretty chuffed at that yep so, yep yeah. you're a bit of a fan of the finger mark yeah, I don't mind them. Yeah, I love them. Deep troll. Oh, you troll for them? Yeah. Any of your lures or is there a different yeah, lure yeah. that you use There's on your lure? Yep. Yep. Fantastic. It took, it's taken... When you say deep trolling, do you mean 30 foot or... Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's our deep trolling areas where our crazy deeps and so forth are yep. just hitting bottom. Gra- uh, Gaz is a fan of the Dr. Evil. Yep. He uses Dr. Evils or the big poltergeists. I can one-up a Dr. Evil. For depth-wise or... No, just fishability. My yep. mate had one and he would outfish me all the time. Yep. So I replicated it out of timber. Okay. And it will outfish the plastic one all the time. How good is that? Yep. That is fantastic. How far back do you throw it when you troll? Oh, depends on the situation, I suppose. Just let it out until it's hitting bottom um, or hitting the struck, bumping the structure. Yeah. So it depends on the day. Some days you know, you can keep them real close. Other days you uh, can let them out a fair way. Yep. Um, I'm a big fan of... I hate having a lot of line out the back, <clears throat> but I don't have a choice when I'm trolling for finger mark. Yep. I'm, I'm talking 60 metres out the back for me yeah, to get there. 40, yep. Yep. 40, 50. And then what people need to remember, if they're going to troll a spot, because quite often when you troll for finger mark, you're, you're trolling over one wreck, one rock. Yep. So your lure is technically in that strike zone for 10 seconds. Yeah. So, but what you have to do, you have to go a good 300 metres 
past that rock and get in line and come towards it with your lure at the back so that when you hit that, you're at the optimum depth. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people start their troll too early and the your lure goes over the top of it, but you're only sitting at 6.2 yep. metres as opposed to 8 metres and you're missing them strikes. So it's I, important to be patient. You have to be patient. I really like bumping that structure yep. or getting to where I reckon my lure is within range of that structure and yep. just knock the boat out of gear. Yep. Let the lure almost float to the surface. Wow. And then go again. Yep. And you'll find, I find probably 80% of my fish come in yep. that higher water column. Yep. You can troll a shallow diver through there, nothing. Yep. But I think the lure getting into the structure and then floating away from it yep. must draw them out. Yep. And when it moves again, that's when you get your bite. That's when you get the bite. Yeah. Exactly. That's on structure, but then a lot of your fish, as you just keep saying, will do, be off the structure. Do you, well, We prefer off the structure, yep. especially if, if I'm vibing for finger mark or so forth, jigging for them, yep. rather than being right on top of the rock. I like to be away up to 20 metres, 30 metres. Sometimes yeah. they'll do a circle 50 metres around it. I reckon 200. Yeah, I've yep. caught them 200 metres from the structure. Yep. Just on the turn. That doesn't mean, listeners, that you won't get them on the structure. That, that doesn't mean. You might have a cracker on the structure, but they they often dwell away yep. from it. So don't just look in that one area. When you go over the top, do you um, are you jig trolling or are you just a, a slow troll straight over the just top? Just slow troll. Yeah, slow as I can go. I I'm a big fan of jig trolling, but I don't do it with that simply because there's too much pressure on the rod from getting a, a lure down to eight meters. There's yeah. a whole lot of bib on them. Yeah. So hey, we just had a message from Mick from Townsville Helicopters, and uh, he was saying back in the very very early days, this is when it was legal to fish in the harbour. Um, in one session, they caught three three red emperor under berth seven. So that's uh, yeah yeah. It, it's amazing thing. Look, trout and so forth in our harbour. They, they're commonplace yeah. because we get live trout boats in. Yeah. And the live trout boats come in, and time is money for them guys, so they have them orange crates to go up the conveyor belts. They they load 20 trouty into the conveyor belt, and they're all live, and, and yep. sometimes 20 is one too many, and one will flip out. And then Mother Nature doesn't seem to tell them to go back out to the reef, so wherever they drop, which is in the trawler wharf or yep. whatever, they'll swim around our berths and everything and, and get quite big. I've caught an absolute stonk. I think I'm up to about seven or eight trout. And if you talk to most people, that's not rare because um, anyone who fishes the rock walls like I do, we've all got a few trout under our belt. Yeah, yeah. And it's a pretty exciting thing. Oh. Like you're like, crap. And you're like, ooh, that feels cottish or whatever because they find yep. a little bit similar and then you see them big iridescent blue spots coming yep. up and you're like, ooh. Yeah, I don't Ooh, mind little trout. beauty. Yeah. So, and look, it, I would love to know the story with Mick's Red Emperor. Like, what's to go with them? And why are we getting juvenile Red Emperor in so close? Um, so, because obviously, and I don't know the sciences of it, but I would think a Red Emperor would have to be near legal size in order for it to breed. You'd think so. So, do they breed and then their juvenile come close inshore or are there grounds in shallower water where they're, where they're genuinely living and we just we're tapping more and more into it yeah. because of the likes of wonky holes and so forth well, and technology down south at Malula Bar we used to catch them in 40 to 50 feet mm. the little juvenile red emperor little juveniles yeah so yeah definitely it makes sense that they should be inshore but yeah 
Like, why don't we catch more on them inshore and any grounds yeah. around here, like on the Well, shoals. when you go, let's say we're fishing the, the shallow reefs of Magnetic Island. When I say shallow, they are. They're 20, 20 foot, 25 yep. foot um, in a lot of areas. And the, you will catch all of the usual suspects from Chinaman fish yep. to juvenile red emperor, obviously trout. And the Trouties aren't juvenile. If you talk to someone like Nighty, um, he's yep. spanked some really, really, really good, good yep. shallow water trout. And it's strange because I was always told shallow water trout are predominantly green, always green, green, green for shallow water. Whereas all of the ones that I caught, many of the ones that I've seen the likes of Nighty put up, yeah, they're, yeah. they're strawberries. Yeah. You know, so it kind of throws... Never taken that much notice. No. Well, trout's a trout to me. Trout's like, a trout quite often in the shallow, especially over at Palmer, <clears throat> like... And there'll be people that agree with me with this, and I'll go, oh, yeah, he's right. Maggie Island, for some reason, seems to tend to be a lot more red trout or strawberries, as we call them. Yeah, yeah. Then you'll go to the shallow reefs, exactly the same setup, but over at Palm Island, and the majority of them are green. Yeah, I so, agree with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, um, but either way, I don't care. Is it bloody tasty and they're oh. awesome fish. Trout is one fish that won't go back in the ocean if they're legal. Nah. Even if I got... I'm a pretty... If I got fish in the freezer, I won't keep a fish. Right. I'm pretty strict with that. Yeah, no, good for you. But trout. Yep. Trout are different. They're coming. They're coming home. Bloody oath. Yep. Well, I'd pick a trout over Red Emperor any day. Um, a lot of people, again, will disagree with that. But I'm a, it, 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 not just the eating quality, but they're so easy. Yeah. You fill it a trout, it is done. Yeah. Literally in a minute. Done. Yep. Skin off, you and feel then you like just, just eating it. I know you look at that flesh, and it's just that pearl yep. white, and you're like, "Oh lordy!" So, um, so no, that's a good thing. So we'll we'll um we'll take that. So all right, so we've covered that. We're, you're trolling for your finger mark. There's no jigging or anything involved. We just go a slow right over the top of it. Yeah. Obviously, uh, in them areas, you pick up a lot of gold spots as well. I'm actually a fan of the gold spot cod. A lot aren't. I cannot catch one. A gold spot cod? It's either oh, I love them. big fingers or nothing. Yeah, but that's not a bad... bad. I, 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 honest to God, I cannot... I think I've got one cod. Yep. Um, someone with me got a GT one day. Yeah. Um, we had a few of the little schooly mackerel. Yeah. They can be a bit of a nuisance. Yeah. But other than that, just... They fingers. can. They can take your lures. Yeah. And uh, which is a bit of a bugger, and look, look, and they hit pretty hard too. Yeah, they do, don't they? You think? They oh, get, here, yeah, we well, here we go. Here's my finger no. mark that I'm chasing, and then it's popping on the surface, spinning, and like, yeah, oh, it's another mackerel. Definitely. How long are you fish for? Oh, I'd give a spot five goes. Look, yep. go over and back five before times you move, and then I'll move. Yeah. Definitely. I might, if I see them on the sound, I might come back to them. When you're on the sound, are you just in traditional 2D or you yeah. are? Yeah. Yep. Not worried about side imaging or anything like that? Uh, uh, yes and no. I think I've got a lot, of, a lot to learn with deep water side imaging. I think I miss a lot, so I don't trust it. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't think I have a good enough sounder to pick up yeah. that sort of stuff. I'll yep. use it to find a isolated rock and then yep. i'll mark it and yep. then i'll hit it with the 2d yeah um yeah it's i i do use it but i don't i don't think i utilize it enough yeah 
So. Yeah, most definitely. I'd love to, um, and there's courses that you could do, because back in the day, people used to say, look, side imaging's fantastic when you're cruising up and down the creek and so forth, but don't use it so much uh, when you're out in the blue water. It is complete opposite now. Yeah. They are, there's dedicated units, i.e. the Solix Apexes and with Hummingbird, for instance, yeah. um, that are dedicated blue water imaging and even your helixes do exactly the same thing especially if you're if you're using your gen threes or fours with the technology that they've got them uh one of my sounders i run a gen two which is now going four years old or something like that which yeah. in the world of electronics is is grandma it's yeah, yeah. so old now and it's only four years old but it, trust me it kicks ass. It, yeah. um, like, I trust it more than my Solixes sometimes. It's yeah, just, yeah. Uh, people are in such a rush, including me, to keep up with the Joneses. Yeah. New, te- new technology comes out. Oh, it's got to be better. It's got to be better. I've yeah, got to yeah. buy it. Well, firstly, it's way, way, way more expensive. They oh. keep throwing the $1,000 yep. figures up on top. But then when the units are in, and I've got the luxury of having a modern-day technology right beside a Helix 2. Yeah. And I look at the side imaging between, say, a Solix Gen 3 and the Helix 2, and I'm like, hmm, yeah. my Helix is pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. I'm not missing. Yeah. I'm seeing everything exactly the same. And look, there's obviously, there is slight advances with it. Let, let's not kid anything. But if you have got that old technology in the boat, trust it and love it. Because yeah. it's still doing the job that it needs to do. The only thing you don't have is you can't sit at the pub and say, oh, I've got the latest technology. Yeah. So I had Helix Gen ones. Yep, and I had which were also crackers. Yeah, not as good as the twos because the because you come into mega once you hit the twos. So your transducers yep. change from a high definition to mega definition and yep. so forth. And there's a big difference between that. But your your Helix ones, which were which come off the the eight nine 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 eight, you know, series were a bloody good unit. Yeah, brilliant, but not as crisp as what you were getting out of the new megas so yeah yeah and it seemed to me when they brought out the gen 2 helix they got it right spot on and it's funny because that's not just my opinion because obviously i'm on a lot of sound sides and everything because you never stop learning no you never ever stop learning the way i learned is i sat in front of youtube because the americans as you know yeah yeah they talk and talk and talk and talk so they you learn so much knowledge you get so much knowledge from them they want to give you everything and we'll pick up obviously there's differences with their waters and our waters and so forth there's often a question that comes up which we'll cover at the same time people say why don't I buy my sounder from America when I can get it delivered to my door for $2,000 cheaper? The two main reasons is, A, if something does go wrong, which yep. invariably does, and often, it's just yeah, yeah. technology, you've got to send it back to America. Australia won't touch you. Yep. Bob Little Agencies, BLA, they're like, uh-uh. She goes back to America, sunshine. And the second thing is their mapping and everything is completely different to ours. Yep. They're set up for US, we're set up for our atmosphere or hemisphere and so forth so it's no point but while we're on this subject listeners um and this is for hummingbird owners and so forth and i've mentioned this a couple of times and it's imperative that you do this so and um the the sounders are made over in the states the hummingbirds are made in the states they have an australian version they send it to us now when they're designed for the best absolute clarity and everything they're they're tested in American waters. Now, their saltwater density is completely different to our saltwater density. Chalk and cheese. Yep. So, on the units, there's three 
settings uh, in in what water you're fishing. There's saltwater shallow, there's saltwater deep, and then there's freshwater. They're your three settings on your helix. Completely ignore your saltwater setting, settings and go straight to freshwater. Yep. Doesn't matter if you're out the reef in 200 feet of water. Doesn't matter if you're in a creek in 12 foot of water. And it doesn't matter if you're fishing fast. Set your sounder up in freshwater mode. It just reads so much better because our clarity, our salt density, everything is completely different than what it is in the States. And uh, you can take that to the bank. It, it, is, it is genuine. When you muck around, when you've got time in the water, especially if you're running dual sounders, have one in saltwater shallow and have one in freshwater mode. Your one in freshwater mode will be crisper, will be clearer. You can manipulate it a hell of a lot easier. And when I say manipulate it, I'm meaning go in and, 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 and play with your gains and your clarities and, and, and that sort of thing. Um, and the other thing is... In our, like, when I fish, uh, let's say, our port and, and Crocky and Coco and Morrissey's and Horton and so forth, they're all very, very similar. They run the same. So I don't need to, ch I don't need to touch my sounder often. It's perfect. I have that one setting. I know the picture that I like. Bang. Leave it at that. But then you'll go somewhere like, let's say, up to the Deliki or Hinchinbrook Channel or Cattle or so forth. It changes. The further north up you go. Yeah. The, something changes, um, something to do with Mother Nature or whatever. So when you put the boat in the water, quite often you'll have to just change your settings a little bit. Um, a lot of people, when they play with their settings, try and go too bright. They're trying to, uh, brighter is better, it's crisper. No. Sometimes you got to dull it down. Exactly. Yep. Sometimes you've got to go the opposite way and things just stand out yep. like the proverbial dog balls, you know. And, and you'll no. see that when you've if when you're running them two sounders, you'll have one high um, density, and then you'll have one at a lower density or frequency, whatever. Uh, not frequency densities, and the one that's really bright and in your face, it's hard to see the barras, the shadows. Yeah. Whereas the duller one, it just stands out a lot crisper. You go, ah, bang, yeah. that's 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 a barra that's 100. percent But I don't see it very well on this one, and you learn so much yeah. from that. And don't be afraid to play with the settings every time you go out. Every time, yeah. Like like, like I said, I don't play with the settings normally when I'm in these neck of the woods. But when I go up north, I will yeah. play with the settings a little. And they're not huge adjustments. No ones, twos, and threes. Um, you'll find when you um, most of us guys who fish way too often and when we're <laughs> in a tournament sort of situation we all run a, a color on on a palette called amber two on hummingbird yeah. that's our main one but then a lot of especially me like first thing in the morning or late afternoon i, I like to run it in blue so well, blue, i've never run blue yeah. i like green yeah green green was actually green um, in the dams yeah well, green really was good. originally designed for ice fishing that was the main ice fishing yeah, right. one so and a lot of people I, the green does nothing for me whereas a lot of people love the green so they say that the shadows stand out a lot better with green you can um fish that uh, inverse and 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 amber and and blue that will just miss it capturing it the greens We'll get it really, really well because the shadows are a lot blacker, stand yeah, yeah. out a lot harder. So I find just on that dark time, the green sort of you can see the sounder a bit easier. Yeah, it's not as bright in your face. I don't think. No, I agree. 
I agree. So. All right. Well, I, it's, would you believe it's 7.30 already, Adrian? Already. Yeah. We might as well go to a song in the air break. Now, I'm not sure if our songs are going to be working because um, I tested it before our show and something seems to be a little bit of a miss. So if it doesn't, you're going to hear a little bit of a pause. Hopefully it, it will work. Um, and we'll go straight to an air break. In the meantime, I'm going to try and get hold of Gazza and see if he's ready to have a bit of a chat with us. All right, we won't be too long, and we'll be back after this song and air breaks. Hey, which A, you mob? Steve and Easy Beasy. Crank it with us on only live exclusive weekend show in town. Deadly by Dark. Every Friday and Saturday nights from 7 to 10 p.m. One hour of request. Taking you back, playing all your R&B, hip-hop, rap and reggae from the 80s to now. So come kick it with us on your two deadly radio station, 107.1 FM, 4K1G. Too deadly, deadly, deadly. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best-kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates, and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore, or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. You're looking for a deadly deal on a used car or four-wheel drive? Then get styled up in your new rig from Motorco. Motorco always looking after our mob with great pricing, proper good after-sale service. And all our vehicles come with warranty. Too right? Why go anywhere else? Motorco, Bowen Road, Rossley, station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. It's Queensland Small Business Month. Time to celebrate and support local. Visit business.qld.gov.au forward slash QSBM to find events that will help your business wherever you are and whatever you do. Authorised by the Queensland Government Brisbane. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. And that certainly went very, very quick. And as you could tell, we don't have music this morning, which is a bit of a bugger. But we'll endeavour to uh, to fix that later on in the show. We'll see what happens. So, um, Mr. Dave Daly, if you're listening this morning, give me a call and let me know what's <laughs> going on with our music. Because every time Gaz and I come in here of a Saturday morning, whoever's on the show before us seems to muck around with everything. <laughs> and nothing works for us in the morning and it's very very agitating just quietly just put it back to the way it was please without me getting into trouble by saying that that would be nice but yeah carry on a little bit more have you got particular favorite colors or anything and while we we keep chatting i'm going to see if i can get gazer on the line as well um i'm a big fan of white yep. i really go i like my whites yep um i've really got into the chromes lately yeah uh Chrome, chrome with a green back and blue back, even black back. Yep, um, and they look sweet as I tell you. Yeah, especially in the stick baits. I yep. don't know what color green you'd call it, but some Beautiful sort of green. 
Oh yeah, that's a it, well. It's not a chartreuse green. No, it's certainly as a, a bit of a light green, isn't it? Yeah, I've got a couple greens I've been playing. With. That's probably the uh, yeah. That's one that I've been using a fair bit lately. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. Hey, I've just got Gazer on the phone. <coughs> Let's take him real quick. Right. Good morning, Gaz. Hey. How are you, buddy? Good, buddy. How are you? Oh, we are fantastic. How has your morning started? Have you got a moment or two to have a chat with us? Yeah, mate. We're just uh, we're just out on the flats. It is, guys. I've got a few fish just moving in front of us on the end of a tree. Yeah. Um, Kayleen just had a good hit. So, uh, yeah, we're just out on the flats up the channel. It is glass. It's beautiful. Oh, beautiful day up there. Sounds good. Yes. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Obviously, I've got Adrian in the studio with us this morning. Our music is not working, Gaz. So it's ad breaks only for us today? Uh, you could probably pluck one of the songs from across the other side or go back to yeah. um, earlier songs in the day if you uh, through the night and play one of them and then jump back to your ads if you felt like it. But, I can uh, do that most definitely. I will yeah, do that so, for sure. So, mate, we had an awesome day yesterday, probably yeah. like 30-odd fish, and, and the way the weather, the scoring system, they've got a very reasonable quality fish to score, so we uh, we had about seven or eight um, scoring fish, so we're sitting 14th out of 54. Hey, that's a wonderful, wonderful spot to be um, sitting. Huge. Yeah. So, uh, so, no, we're pretty happy with yesterday and just hopefully can back it up a bit today, so... Yeah, now... So I, no. I, on your comments, so obviously yesterday you uh, caught an absolutely beautiful 53-centimetre jack, which is the holy grail to, cut, to, to get a jack in a creek on a lure at 50. Um, yes. And you, you also done that um, in a tournament, which gives it added value. So well done, buddy. So. Yeah, mate, it was a horse. It was in a little creek that you could only just turn the, turn the boat around. So, uh, yeah, it, it smashed Kayleen's soft plastic first. Yeah. And not... Normally, normally a fish when it feels the hooks, you don't get it back. But this thing was so so big a bully. Yeah. Um, it just came straight back onto mine and nailed my soft plastic. So. <laughs> what was the hit like? So, oh, it, it hit like a train. And when you saw the size of it, did you get a bit shaky, Gaz? No, Marty. Professional, mate. <laughs> Full of crap. <laughs> you you no, would have been no, in the no. fetal position trying to find it, fight it. <laughs> Kayleen seen it first, and and she she seen it, how big it was, and said, and then when it come to the boat, I went, holy, bloody god, holy, that's the beauty. Now the only disappointing thing about the whole show, like a lot of our listeners yesterday, uh, in in their comments, apart from saying incredible fish, right, that's going to be really hard to beat. You're going to get the jack prize and whatever. But in this yeah. tournament, it doesn't work that way, does it? No, it's this cumulative. tournament is accumulative. So um, if it was the Barabash, it would be hard to beat because it's biggest. Species. Well, like I said to you yesterday, in the tournaments of fish, I haven't heard of anyone getting a 53. 52 is no, the biggest it, I've heard. it was a horse. So, so, yeah, someone can catch two at 35 and beat me, but that's the way it goes. I've got a 53 in the boat and let it go. So yep. um, can't grumble with that. Yeah, no. beautiful. Fantastic. And uh, what's the plan for the rest of the day, Gaz? Uh, we're just fishing the mouth of um, a little creek, a couple of trees laying down in it and a little bit of movement, and then we'll make our way up the channel. <laughs> yep. And then we'll, the creek where we found the... Um, we found some barras and bits and pieces and all sorts in it um, yesterday afternoon. So we'll come back to it this, tomorrow after, uh, this afternoon. afternoon. Sorry, cause uh, and what's... We've got some barras and, yep. and uh, the jack and some cod. Missed a few other barras, so... Beautiful. What's the general consensus? It's a bit tough fishing very, i'm hearing very quiet mate it it's uh it is hard fishing at the moment yep 
Um, that's cold snap, but uh, the leaders have found their 10, 12, 13 barras. So Who are the leaders? Uh, I don't know, mate, because it's um, it's mystery. They're not letting that. They never let that cat out of the bag. Right. Okay. Did you so hear no any rumours of anyone doing really well? Mate, there's uh, one one fellow who uh, picked up two in the 90s yesterday within an hour of each other. That's I don't right. know where he was. Yeah, that's good point um, scorers. But they were good point scorers. So that's uh, that's what I had. And the usual um, the usual teams, the Reeses and the Mathos and those guys have, have got their fair share of yep. uh, 45s, 50s, 60s, 70s fish. So yep. the usual guys that spend all the time and up here are doing are doing good so and then there's teams that you think would be really smashing it are having shockers so okay fishing, isn't it? but the beauty about it is it's your what is it five best barrows or ten <coughs> uh ten okay so you can have nothing by sun of saturday midday and then have a blinder like reese did last year yes yeah well we did we we got a lot of under point scoring quality fish yeah they've got a bit Certain size, they've almost got to be legals um, to lay on the on the scoring sheet. Yeah. Um, but then, when in the afternoon, we got a good good bag of points. That's when the good fish turned it on. So, yeah. So no, it's uh, it's good, and the weather's sensational. So I can't grumble about that. Yep. Okay. Okay. Oh well, that sounds absolutely fantastic, Gaza. We're going to leave it to you, and um, you can carry on. Before we go, how, how's the atmosphere there? Is it a good comp? Yeah, mate, really, really good. Everyone's, uh, we know this comp's um, very friendly, very good. Everyone has a good laugh. Um, it was good, mate. The Calcutta went off like a treat. We had a bit of a laugh at everyone's expense. So. Yeah, yeah, beautiful, beautiful. So, no, Who went for the good. most? Uh, Reese went up there, mate. Yeah. went for $7.99. <laughs> oh, beautiful. No, Reese. Reese was up over the uh, the four figures. Uh, there was a few of them, was a few of them over the thousand dollar mark. So my job's to scrooge as much money out of everyone as I can. So and you done all right with it? We did all right, mate. Considering <laughs> the economic climate these days, um, it was pretty good. Ah, oh, good lad. Excellent. Yeah, Excellent. So, so no, it's good, mate. It, but yeah, if you want music, mate, just pluck one out of the um, the before the show play set that's been run through the night and then line your ad up while that's going you'll be fine yeah most definitely well uh loz has sent me a message which i'll have a look at during the um during the ad break so i'll go for right, you've got a heap of lads tuning in up the channel so uh beautiful do it good. yeah we will indeed all right mate uh, you'll be right with adrian he's an old pro mate he's been <laughs> in before he's an old pro all right <laughs> you still owe him 20 my friend <laughs> see you buddy good night, right. boys see ya, see ya. bye Ah, there we go, Gaza, a beautiful Hinchinbrook channel where the fishing is tough and it can be really, really tough up there sometimes. Tough, but he's caught 30 fish. Yeah, yeah. So, well, Gaz is also an exaggerator. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's not. He would have caught a stack of fish, but, um, you know, the point scoring ones, what did he say, seven or eight point scoring yeah, yeah. ones? And he's running 14th. That's so pretty that's good. Pretty, pretty bloody good. Really, really good. So it'd be fantastic to see him finish top 10 or whatever. So fingers yeah. crossed. For the first day, a lot of people feel it out a little bit too. Yeah. That's why I love the comp the way it is now because um, back in the day, um, if a team got 20 or 30 barras um, on day one and you got six, you're out of it. That's it. You're done. Yeah, yeah. And day two, you're just like, man, we're yep. wasting our time because... 
they can finish with 60, 70. You'd never ever catch them. Yep. Whereas now, it's your best 10 barrel Monday. So you're That's in good. with a shot yep. the whole way. And it's a really, really exciting way to chase it. But where people have made a mistake in the past, and I, and I remember poor old Cam White, and he missed out, I think it was on Champion Angler and so forth, by... Point two of a point or something like that, oh, yeah. Because um, and he he remembers he caught a trevally, which is a point scoring fish. Yep. But because they were on the hot bite of Barra, he didn't muck around with the trally, trevally, so he just tore the trevally off, threw it back, and kept fishing. Yep. But at the end of the day, if he took that minute and a half and took a photo of the trevally, he would have been ended up champion angler. Because he would have won it with the, yeah, the extra yep. few points that the Trevally would have given him. So it's funny how it works. I can see Cam's um, the way he was thinking. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was thinking like a like a pro. Yeah. Um, but it come and pit him in his. Um, I would not have thought of that. No. Like, uh, uh, Trevally's a Trevally. That's not going to. Yeah, count. but it's it no, but, it does. Yeah. It goes to points like a barra. Let's say if it's a point per centimetre up until legal. Once you once it hits legal, then you get bonus points. Oh and yeah, so yeah. Forth. Um, whereas a Trevally, it, again, it's a, it's a point per centimetre as well or something yeah, like that. Yeah. It works that way. So if it's a 35 centimetre... 35 points. That's 35 points. Yeah. And it's, you can't... you know, In the big scheme of things, when it's all about barras, it seems like yeah. stuff all. But every little bit counts. All right, yeah. guys, we're going to go to our next song and air break. Well, at least our next air break. I'm going to have a quick look and see what's going on here. Um, and in the meantime, I will continue to take your calls to give away some of these wonderful prizes. What do we have today, by the way? Uh, we have the Hella Bag. In the Hella Bag, we have from our wonderful sponsors of Red, a small bottle of Red. Uh, we have a couple of kitties fishing hats, the, the uh, floppy hats, which is fantastic. We've got Lorance fishing caps. We've got a Mint Coda stubby cooler. And from our awesome lads in, up in Cairns at Hooked Apparel. Hooked Apparel, we've got a fantastic fishing vibe in there. And we've got a, a rod protector. Make sure you have your rod protectors because they're a really good thing. And you know what I'm going to do just to add it as an added kick of the day to make this a kick-ass prize. We're going to throw in one of Adrian's sticks and wood lures in the bag. I'm going to let him choose which one that we're going to put in there. So that will make it a fantastic prize indeed. On top of that, uh, thank you very much to Chris from Fiber Finish. We've got your decal there again. Um, put it on the side gunnels of your boat or put it in the on top of the esky, wherever you want to put it. But it is a fantastic prize, that one. And Gordon from a Cleveland Bay Seafoods. Thanks, Gordo. We've got your $50... Cleveland Bay Seafood <coughs> voucher to go get your kilo of red spots and then some, which is a great price. The prawn prices have come right down because there's a whole lot going on in the world of prawns at the moment. So $50 is going to go a hell of a long way. We'll be back shortly. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family... Take your mates and take your boat with unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef. The time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Rise the submarine, stop to live the dream. You know you really ought to get on the water. 
race in and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Hey, Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Science. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Science on 0418 199 667. Station sponsor. Every day's a good day Stop wishing Every day's a chance to drift away Drift away Every day's a good day for fishing See you down a tackle world today Station sponsor You know, I used to love going walkabout but ever since that Motorco mob delivered me my four-wheel drive, I stopped walking. Thanks to Motorco, I now prefer to drive about. They even arrange finance. Just to let you know, you need a new rig, you should go with Motorco. Station sponsor. Flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek boats to the mighty 730 hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fish. Destroyer Boats, Yamaha, Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. 4K1G is playing you the deadliest music seven days a week. Email at 4K1G. 4K1G is on Facebook and streaming beats at 4K1G.org. And also on the frequency of 107.1 FM. 4K1G, your deadly radio station. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town with all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. See you Station sponsor. You know, Motorco is a go when it comes to saving us mobs some bucks. And ever since they delivered my new dual cab U, I can now truly say that I've been everywhere, man. Need a new car or truck? You should go with Motorco. Bowen Road, Ross Lee, station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. We are off to a flying start. It is a super busy start. Adrian and I are apologetic for whoever we don't get to during our hour breaks. We're trying our hardest. Obviously, the mornings is really busy and everyone wants to get their hand in the draw to win one of these absolutely fantastic prizes. Thank you so much to our awesome sponsors. From all reports, the weather is absolutely gorgeous out there. People are saying that the, uh, the water is flat as. Gaz up at our eighth wonder of the world in 
Hinchinbrook Channel says it's absolutely glorious. Gaza, go and spank them barrows, my friend. Put our name up in lights as the NQ fishing show. I know you'll do your best, so that's going to be a good thing. While I'm here with Adrian from Sticks and Wood, we're talking all things timber lures, handcraft and lures, catching Red Emperor on the flats. Why wouldn't we? How good is oh, that? That'd be awesome to do wouldn't that. Wouldn't that be good? I don't know anyone who's done that. No, I don't either. Yeah. Uh, oh, not on lures, maybe bait. Might yep. have heard a story of someone catching them up on the flats. Yep. At night on the on bait. Yep. Um, but not not on lures. No, most definitely. Most that definitely. would be pretty cool though. Yeah. Um, I saw many moons ago someone got an absolute monster jack speaking of jacks on the flats in about a meter and a half of water and this thing was around about nine kilos so that would be a spectacular thing to see wouldn't it yeah yeah imagine how hard that would pull definitely now i'm not sure as you probably well may know if you've listened to the show i love to give our guests a bit of a a questionnaire and so forth. And I'm hoping Gaz and Shez didn't do it last time. I dare say they wouldn't have. So I'm going to go with our questions. And we're first of all, <laughs> we're going to start with um, your favourite fish. Oh. Including eating fish. Probably the barra at the moment. Yep. Oh, eating fish would be coral trout. Coral trout, yep. Like right. hands down, coral trout. Done that. And then to chase your barra money. Chase, I've, I've really stuck on the barra at the moment. Yep. I go through waves, so... Yeah. At the moment, I'm stuck on the barra. Beautiful. Give me a, another month, I might be... I'm actually thinking of going chasing the marlin in the coming months. Well, we had our marlin special on last week. With yeah, I listened face. to that on my drive this week. Yep. So Beautiful. Our podcast is so popular now. I, I'll, I'll miss the show here, but just yep. through the week while I'm in the shed making yeah. laws, I'll just put the podcast on. and Yeah. 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 Like uh, Gaz was saying, we're up to 47 different countries. Yeah. And uh, some of them would stumble on us and go, what the bloody hell is this pair on about? Yeah. Uh, but then a lot of them, like, uh, and the way it works is that, <coughs> let's say um, my wife and I are going to go, or my, me and my mates, we're going to go to America and we want to chase um, largemouth bass. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we're, we're going to a particular area, um, Mississippi somewhere or something like that. I would look for a podcast or a yep. fishing show. Yeah. In that area. And obviously, because uh, um, Hinchinbrook Channel is a is a barra mecca. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's like the Kimberleys and so forth. When you mention barra Monday fishing, there, there's certain names that come up all the time. Darwin, Weep, yeah. uh, Kimberleys, Hinchinbrook Channel. Yeah. And people will go, okay, we're going to go to the um, Hinchinbrook Channel. So they, they'll find podcasts, fishing shows um, that... Um, in that area, and and boom, there you that's go. That's a good way of finding. I would never have thought of. Yep, that's, thought ex- of doing that's that. exactly what. They, we've been contacted uh, from Americans on our on our show who've, who who um, have looked us because we often mention our Facebook page and everything. They look it up. Yeah, and yeah. They'll contact us and and want to have a bit of a chat and ask us what's going on. So it's good. There's, that's there's, pretty cool. There's so many highlights to this show. It's, it's um, Gary and I absolutely love it. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. It, it keeps us very busy. Not everything's diamonds, like anything. Yeah. yeah. No matter what you're doing but for the most part there's far more diamonds than what there are rocks and we'll take it every day of the week it's yep. something that we look forward to now or with one this is my um 13th year gaz is on to his 21st 22nd year so and that uh, like this morning it you, you blinked and it was gone yeah 
Absolutely gone. Eight, no, in hours gone already. Yeah, yeah. But there's um, uh, we have so many wonderful memories of uh, of of different episodes and shows and special guests, and um, and neither of us are ready for it to end. So yeah, yeah, we're, we're loving that we hold it dear. Um, okay, so bucket list, money, no object. Yeah. What you'd like to do. Here's the kicker. You're not allowed to say PNG Black Bass and you're not allowed to say Costa Rican Tarpon or so forth because that's the two main ones that everyone else say, says. So what is on your bucket list to do and catch? Black Bass would have been then. Yeah, um, but you're not allowed that. Peacock Bass. <laughs> see, you're the second one to say the peacock. I really, I just want to go see them colours. You know... They're considered a pest. Yeah. And I think they've rocked up in a couple of ca- in Mackay's waterways and so forth. Uh, yeah, I think I did hear that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is a Just little... the topwater action. Yeah. Like, I'm, real, I'm right into my topwater fishing. Yeah. And just that surface strike. Yep. Um, they would be one. Uh, Arapaima in the Amazon. Oh, how big are they? Have you ever seen a surface strike on them things? Yeah, I've seen them fly fishing in them little... They sit in that little blow-up floaty and they float down the river catching them on fly. Yeah. I don't know if I could do that. But, no. Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind having a crack Every at them. Slices. And another one would be Nile Perch. The Nile Perch. Yeah. Which is almost exactly the same as a barramundi. Yeah, but yep. bigger. But bigger. It's pretty, pretty special fish, yep. isn't it? Um, they're certainly in adversary. The, the, where do they catch it? The Nile, the actual Nile um, river in... The banks of Egypt and so forth, don't they? It's over in Africa somewhere, yeah. Yeah, but a bit I south think they go, they travel a fair way, but they're monstrous. Yeah. They look exactly the same as our barren... Mutton. Well, no, not exactly the same. No, there is there differences. Is differences. You can see the differences. Yeah. They're a bit fatter fatter in the belly, I think, in yeah. the mid-region. Bit, yeah, a bit deeper. What an incredible fish, though. Yeah. And the bycatch in them areas, too, would be... Yeah. Imagine chasing the barra. Or a Nile perch, and they're worrying about being bitten on the backside by a hippo. Oh, they, those yeah. things are an angry, angry, yeah, yeah. angry animal. Yeah. And uh, there's more deaths from hippopotamuses yeah. than we Isn't know what there are from any other animal. Ti- is it tiger fish in there too? The tiger fish. I read an um, article once uh, from Alex Julius on tiger fish. Yeah. Um, and, and chasing them. And uh, it took them about three or four days to work out how they catch them because they're hooking them, yep. but co- continuously dropping them because their mouths are super so, hard. Yeah, yeah, super, super hard. So you would think, okay, the way to get these fish is to lock that drag up, rip that hook in, yep. and hope for the best. That was completely failing them the whole, whole time. Then they realized the way they were staying connected was to fight them with a super, super soft drag. So, yeah, right. And they'll land in them that way. So well, that would complete make, opposite yeah. to what your brain tells you to do, yeah. but it absolutely worked. And um, Africa and, and North America and so forth is becoming more and more popular with them sort of fish. Yeah. It, it's, it's gaining um, a lot more popularity. And I think the likes of – what's that crazy lad's name who does monster fish? Uh, Jeremy Wade. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually don't mind. You've got to take your shows yeah. with a pinch of salt. Yeah. Because – it's just like a really C-grade horror movie. Yeah. He tries to turn, you know, like a, a catfish with uh, big blubber lip brims. Yeah, yeah. And, and but it's then it reported has these... that a small child was eaten by this catfish, and the catfish is like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're like, what? Yeah, but then you see the size of the catfish and its mouth that can swallow yeah, a small can, kid. So it can swallow a small kid. It makes sense. It's amazing. So, um, but... 
a lot of his fishing is over there, so yeah. I think that comes. He fishes in India and Pakistan. For everywhere, the, like everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So, and I think his show's still going strong. Uh, uh, he's got a new show, I think. What's it called? I couldn't tell you, but I know there's he, a new one yeah, out. Yeah, his River Monsters is finished, but he's got a new. That's right. I called it Monster Fish. No, it's River yeah. Monsters. Um, I don't know what his new one is though. Yep. I couldn't tell you. Do you do a YouTube channel or anything? No. Have you thought about it? I've been asked a lot to do it. Yeah. Because I do, I do fish a lot. Yeah. I will fish on a, on a on a bad week. I'll probably fish two days. Yeah. Two three days. And look, them them guys who do the YouTubing. Uh, need some kudos because you need I find day. it a pain in the ass. Yeah. I just like, I want to fish. Yeah. It don't, I'm not saying I, I don't want to do it. I'd love to do it. I just don't have the, you know, you, you rock up to your favourite area, the tide's perfect and you spend half an hour getting your your drone and your, yeah. and your GoPro's ready and everything and then the batteries go flat and yeah. you're going to make sure this is right and that's right and I'm just like, you know what? I I've been fish. trying to film a bit lately. Yeah. Just film little bits and put on tiktok and yep even that's starting to frustrate me because you get all set up thinking yep we caught fish here a couple days ago yeah we'll film this section here because that's where the fish have been holding yes and you fish all that not get a thing and so i just wasted an hour of video of battery time and most definitely you know it yeah and then you gotta go edit that yeah and you gotta make like edit it into a watchable video yep that's more time that you could be fishing or for me making laws or yeah. Um, like I, I probably have the time, probably spend the time on the water that I could get the content. Yeah. It's just learning that, learning to put the push the start button on the camera. Really. Yeah, like, there is. Yeah. And it, it's, I don't knock it because I love watching the YouTube videos. Yeah. Like, some I can't handle. There's a, there's a couple of guys I used to enjoy, but they they've got this just this really annoying laugh and i can't handle their laugh no more yeah when they'd laugh once or twice during an episode yeah and you're like hey i can handle that whereas all of a sudden every time they hook up every time they talk every time they do this laugh yeah and i'm just like guys you're trying too hard you're you know but that's just my opinion yeah because other people might resonate with that and love it there's a few good ones um yep there's a few that we used to watch and don't watch anymore. No, I'm I'm in that like, boat now. Well, I'll watch, but with the with mute. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's yeah, because there's a couple there that um, throw lures at timber, which I love. Yeah, they just can't handle their, their antics. Yeah, or the way they they um. One that I across. really started watching. I have to. I struggle to watch it because it's nearly like you're watching a porno to be honest that yeah yeah when he's fighting the fish it's just full on i'll tell you who used to moan and groan a bit and that was um malcolm florence and uh but i loved him yeah i loved his voice and and everything we were talking about malcolm last week and um and it was funny because i went home and watched one of his videos um again which must be 83 84 and um i remember as a kid when i'd turn one of them um videos on i used to get so excited and, and i'd sit there in the in mum and dad's lounge room and muck around with fishing gear yep. and and uh i used to like lego my lego was lures and um, yeah. nowadays i love my lures being roughed up i love them to be as gnarly and bitten and scratched right. and paint chipped as possible whereas back then i used to uh sit there and i used to bloody clean my lures oh, yeah, and spray yeah. them with water and cough them down and do all sorts of stuff with them so i've got some 
on the shelf that I should get the resin out and just resin them and get yeah. them back to that glass smooth finish. Yeah. But just seal all the teeth marks and all the stories underneath it. Yeah, well, that it. one's got um, some teethy marks on it, mate. No, these, oh, that's got fly strike. Fly strike? What do you mean by fly strike? I'm going to try and call Mick from Motorco. Uh, when, you, chat with you. when they're spinning with the resin wet, all the flies and insects uh, come land on them. Yeah, right. Hey, I've got Mick from Motorco on the line, mate. We might cross over and say hello to him. Right, eh? Good morning, Mick. How are you, buddy? Good morning, Marty. Good morning, listeners. What's going on? Oh, mate, what a beautiful morning it is. What's it looking like outside of the glass slide doors there over at Motorco? Oh, mate, it's a fantastic day. It's bloody beautiful. On a cloud in the sky, there's a slight breeze. It's nice and cool. There's no humidity. It's lovely. <laughs> well described, Mick. <laughs> You've made me want to be outside. Yeah. <laughs> well, get outside, mate. Open the window up and smell the roses. Come on, Marty. <laughs> it does. Sounds like a great idea. Especially after that dodgy vindaloo you had last night, mate. Oh, I know. I keep apologising to Adrian. It's not good here. That's why we keep going on so many ad breaks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. Wouldn't, wouldn't be an ad break, mate, but anyway. <laughs> I am looking at a wonderful-looking Holden here that you've sent some photos oh, you me, of. You got me photo? Yeah. I cool. did. Excellent. I did. Got what have through. we got? Hey, it's a 2018 Holden Colorado 4x4 dual cab mm-hmm. in an automatic, but it's only done 67,000 Australian kilometres. Whew, she's brand new almost. Only just run in, mate. Yeah, due for its first service, mate. <laughs> So uh, <laughs> it's got a snorkel, it's got a tow bar, it's got a soft tornado cover, yep. uh, full service history, and just a lovely car, mate. But yeah, it's a, and for thirty five grand, drive away. That is a lovely yeah. car. It looks like a great buy. Two thousand and eighteen Colorado four four dual cab, done sixty six thousand kilometres. That is fantastic. That's well and truly worthwhile to come down and have a look at. It. How have the Absolutely. sales been? Yeah, mate, pretty good this week. It's uh, it's picked up again. It was a little bit slow there for a little while, but now yep. it's uh, starting to come back again. So uh, maybe it's the end of financial spending. I don't know, but uh, it is coming uh, to that uh, time of year. Mm. It is, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, so in, in saying that, I need some stock. So uh, if anyone's got a car they want to want to offload and they don't need it anymore, I'm happy to have a look at it. So uh, most definitely same day. Yeah, yeah and yeah, even so. if they've uh, still owe on that car, you can pay that debt out for yeah. them. Yeah, it, within reason. If it's, if it's, it's less, less than what the car's worth, absolutely, we can organise and arrange all that. So that's Sounds very easy. We can do it the same day, so it's very good. Sounds brilliant. Mate, What's are you... What's in your world? Well, you know what? I, after the show today, I'm going to go home and muck around with the boat, get a few things ready there. I'm going to take the young fella for a fish tonight. Jakey and I are going to have a... Uh, dad and son date and uh oh, beautiful and um and go spend some time together which i'm really looking forward to and uh and gaz is up at hinchinbrook a gaz is up at hinchinbrook with kayleen yeah. and they're doing super well they're having an absolute ball there so It'd be a beautiful day out on the water there today too wouldn't it it is up and I, I, it's absolutely gorgeous uh dead calm yeah. flat as uh, yep. And hopefully the fish will yeah. be biting because it's a little bit tough up there. They got a bit of lockjaw at the moment, oh, so. uh, but they got lockjaw everywhere. Good. I went into the <laughs> harbour after the show last Saturday, and um, I worked really, really, really hard for my fish. Um, yeah, yeah, right, eh? and, did you get anything? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I brought home a nice bar around that 70, 70 mark, which is a perfect oh, yeah, eating yeah, yeah. size and so forth. So I filled yep. it up and dropped it off to mum and dad. Uh, to keep them um, in stock oh, with some fresh fish. Keith, you're a nice bloke. Uh, I know. People I know. don't see this side of you very often, mate, but oh, no, the, very well done. Uh, Good on you. Just making sure the will's all right, buddy. That's all. <laughs> <laughs>
Mum and dad are going to spend it all at the bloody casino before I need to worry about it, so don't worry about that. <laughs> God love them. Oh, you might get a room there for nothing, mate. Won't I, do, I do get some rooms there for nothing. They look after me in that in that way. So, um, oh, nice. I walk in there like, oh, that's Angela Price's son. <laughs> <laughs> It's a bit like that. I'll sign autographs later. It's all right. Settle down. (laughs) But the funny thing with the trip last week, uh, Mick, was uh, all of my barrows normally, unless I'm trolling, come from the surface. I I sight fish most of them. and, um, and, And yeah, they come from the surface. Whereas last week, I didn't see a barra. Didn't sight one anywhere. So um, I ended up changing tactics and i done some deep water vibe fishing and um and got my barrows that way i ended up getting four barrows and three were rats little little baby ones around yeah. that 50 okay. 55 which is so frustrating because i really 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 you wanted to with those. no i really yeah. wanted to bring one home and then finally finally around about two o'clock in the morning because i was rooted I, I needed to go home <laughs> did i say rooted or tired i said tired <laughs> i was tired <laughs> 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 and I needed to um I needed to put the boat on the trailer and head home and next minute doop, and this one's eating Bang. it and I saw him come out of the water and I'm like oh thank goodness yeah cuz I hate going there then. yeah I hate going down there now and, and not getting the boat and you would think it's the easiest thing in the world but it, when you're on your own and so forth everything is a task you know yep. launching the boat on your own bringing it back on your own all sorts of things um yep. go on but uh like I always say the the best thing um about being in, in the harbour of the night time is watching the city from the inside out. Like in that in that yeah. river there, you see yeah. everything up on Flinders. <laughs> and I mean everything. Yeah. And they can't see you. Apparently, if you can't afford a bedroom and you find someone on the nightclub strip, the Reef Wonderland, the back of, is the place to go. <laughs> I'll come putting past with me four-stroke. Hello. Sorry. <laughs> Keep going. Beep, beep. <laughs> uh, dinner. Have you got like a headlamp on or something like that? I've got Wolf for now on. Wolf for now. Fishing in the show, my friend. That's what we call it. <laughs> so beautiful, Mick. How do our fi- how do our fine listeners find you on Charters Towers Road, mate? No, we're on Bowen Road. Oh, mate. Bowen Road, you idiot! Road. You got no chance of doing that. No chance. No, no, if you come from Charters Towers Road, and that's what I meant, Mick. <laughs> oh yes, yes, yeah, yes, good one, good recovery. Yes, no, we're down here, sixteen eighteen Bowen Road, mate. We're opposite the Rising Sun Shopping Centre. Yeah, opposite Audi and Porsche. Yep. Um, we're down here to one o'clock today, so um, yeah, drop in, say good day. We've got, we've got some nice cars here at the moment. We've even got a bloody Commodore Ute, which is, uh, they're getting rarer and rarer. So if anyone's looking for a Commodore Ute, I've got a 2000 and, I think it's a 2016 uh, oh, VF SV6 Ute, so in blue, very nice car. Just required that on Thursday, so. Oh, gorgeous. A little bit different. <clears throat> There's not too many of these laying around anymore, so uh, they're no. very popular. That's worthwhile and, having uh, a look at. Is Leon with you today? Yeah, he is. He's he's our uh, business manager as well, so he can help arrange finance sort of same day, do an application today, and uh, we can probably have you in the car on Monday. So uh, he's very clever with that stuff. So, yeah, we can do it all here. So we can buy cars, sell cars, and even get you allowed to get finance as well. So uh, That's beautiful. And are we... One, uh, one spot shop. One shop stop. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. Are you heading uh, to uh, Paloranda today yeah. to hit the balls yeah. around? Yeah, no, I'm going to the golf club today, though. <laughs> Touché. Oh, yes. Got him, yes. Is, is your friend Mark going along? 
I believe so, yes. Mm. Big Parksy. Hey, the talk with Mark through the week, or Gaz did at least, um, he's slowing up on the fishing side of things. I think uh, the old golfing's got him hooked, mate. Yeah, the, he, he's, he's grabbed that golfing lure, mate, and he's uh, he started running back into the mangroves, I reckon. So <laughs> uh, he's loving it. He's loving it. The big fella. I hope he's listening. Good morning, Parksy. Oh, he probably is, mate. He's good value. But we're oh, still going to have him on the show because um, he's, yeah, uh, he's uh, still a well, wealth of knowledge, knowledge, most definitely. Yeah, and he's a good lad. Yeah. He's good fun to have yeah. on. yeah. He is, absolutely. Good fun around the golf course, too. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> I bet he is. You're a bit, bit of a laugh. Mate, we're going to leave you with it. Thank you so on, much guys. for Take joining care. us again, and thanks yep. for your continued sponsorship, mate. It means a lot to us. We appreciate it. No trouble at all. Have a good day and have a good weekend, and uh, be careful out there. All right, good on you, my friend. See you, Mick. Cheers, boys. See you. Bye. Bye. Ah, uh, beautiful. Mick from Motorco, wonderful guy, and um, uh, has some fantastic cars there. It's a, it's a really good thing. Adrian, we're going to try and um, see if our music's working, because my dear friend Loz yeah. um, has uh, rebooted the computer from his end. He's a bit of a whiz, this guy, and I have half a feeling it's going to work. Um, we're going to be back after this song and that breaks. I'm going to play a little bit of Stevie Nicks. A, because she's beautiful. B, because she has the best voice in the world. And C, because Fleetwood Mac, when she was with them,
With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Hey Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sign Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Signs. Now that's a rap. Too right. Wanna know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418-199-667. Station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town with all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. See Station sponsor. You're looking for a deadly deal on a used car or four-wheel drive? Then get styled up in your new rig from Motorco. Motorco always looking after our mob with great pricing, proper good after-sale service. And all our vehicles come with warranty. Too right? Why go anywhere else? Motorco, Bowen Road, Ross Lee. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. Adrian and I having an absolute ball here in the studio, but we are super, super flat out, but everyone has been so patient with us. And speaking of being po- so patient, I have just put Adam Royal right on the spot. I gave him a call at the end of the ad break and they said, how long have I got before we go live on air? I said, about three seconds. So I'm hoping, Adam, you're with us. Oh, yeah, Marty, how are you? <laughs> oh, baby, how's that for timing? <laughs> so let me explain who Adam is. Adam Royal is from Hinchinbrook Sports Fishing Club, and you want to have a bit of chat, a bit of a chat about things today, Adam? Yeah, yeah, look, I just, um, I know I've had a, a chat um, about a month ago um, about um, a wrap-up from an event the club had, but yep. the club's helping out today. Also, um, look down at um, Taylor's Beach today and tomorrow, the local... Uh, Progress Association at Taylor's have got a, a, a family fishing comp on. Right. And um, they normally get um, a couple of hundred plus people go along to it. So uh, the club um, puts their hand up for a, a lure casting comp for the kids just to, um, you know, during weigh-in to keep them, keep them occupied. So it's always pretty popular. That would be. Excellent. And um, yeah, so how long's the club been going for now, mate? What year are we into? Ah, oh, mate, we had our 50th uh, two years ago now. So... Yep. Um, yeah, so 52 years. Beautiful. So as, a, as, a, as an answer club, we're um, one of the one of the earlier ones. There's a, there's a couple, a handful, a bit older than we are. Definitely. But, and when you uh, say answer, does that mean you're still mono and answer affiliated? Or no, it, it, uh, no. Tr- so tr- traditionally, it was um, you know the um, as, as, you know anyone who's sort of been a part of a, an, an answer affiliated club. 
Um, you'll know that traditionally it was sort of mono, pre-test, line class, but um, a lot of clubs are diversified and, and we're, we're one of them. The last um, probably decade or so, we've um, moved into uh, things like um, length only. Yes. Um, so that members can practice catch and release or if they want to take one home, they can. Yep. And... Uh, yeah, we still use we we move on to different point system now. So we still use um, for those who are familiar with Ansel, I know we had fighting factors, but we use uh, you know a formula that use, still uses a fighting factor, but um, works in the length of the fish. So um, yes, yeah, yeah, and there's a lot of a lot of different things. We our divisions. So there's lure fishing and sport fishing. Um, also, there's some fly fishing stuff, land based. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a real diversity, and and most clubs are. Uh, most answer affiliated clubs are in the same boat, mate. Yeah, they are indeed. And uh, how many members strong are you these days? Yeah, look, there's uh, it, it sort of varies every few years. It's sort of you know up and down. But look, we're we're usually around around forty between forty and fifty members. So we're we're pretty happy for a you know a um, a relatively small ish community, I guess, here in Hinchinbrook. Yes. Um, yeah. So and we've probably got. 20 fairly active members which is you know the important the the important part too is um having members that are active and and you know sort of getting out lending a hand with the club and the community and you know putting on like we got sandra and Stephen today and tomorrow and a few of the others down there putting on a lure casting um comp for, for the for the um youngins down there at the taylor's beach um family fishing comp so yep. to be able to do things like we've got a Kids, we've just received the good news. We've been successful with the grant to um, help us put on a kids' fishing day, a workshop, which will uh, probably be in September. So um, yep. always looking to do things like that. You need active members to, to help out with that. So, um, yeah, life's good at the moment. Oh, it sounds like it's fantastic. And look, the sad thing about it is that fishing clubs are um a dying thing they're starting to make a, a a comeback now and they really need to because it's a wonderful family thing um back in my day like in townsville alone there was uh, nine or ten really really strong fishing clubs here in townsville was townsville sports fishing club the army sports fishing club talgak etc 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 to be honest 90 percent of them are gone now um especially a lot in the early 2000s uh definitely <laughs> late 90s or so forth um so it's fantastic to see clubs as yourself still going so strong and 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 being part of the community and an important part as well so yeah look, it, it, it is great um and i think it's a uh, it's quite funny i um nathan johnson who used to be the president when i was vice vice president because I'm, I'm also in queensland sport fishes so answer queensland yes and um we we sort of tracked a bit of a membership um numbers over the years in 2017 uh, answer uh, had their 50th, and and you could track it to the point where social media or smartphones and so- social media come in, and there was a bit of a downturn, uh, particular after that. Yeah. Um, but it's quite interesting, Marty. When you ask people now, what is join a club? They they say it, it is very much for the, you know, well, fishing first and foremost, but um, but for the social um, perspective. So uh, it's funny that, that we we believe numbers are sort of fall a little bit because of you know the um move move on social media and things like that but people join the club because you don't get that that one-on-one or that you know interperson sort of social relationship so yeah. and, and that's really what a, a club provides i guess so um um yeah some like-minded people who can share experiences 
Yeah, no, and I wholeheartedly agree with you. If if we've got members out there, do you have to be part of the, say, Hinchinbrook community or so forth, or can people who travel from, let's say, Townsville, for instance, or Tully, who want to be part of this club, it's open to everyone? It, it is. We've got members from Innisfail to Townsville. Actually, I was going to say Townsville. We've got yep. a family in Mackay. Yep. Um, currently, Answer doesn't. Uh, Answer Queensland doesn't have a, 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 an affiliated club in Mackay, so we've... Um, We've got a family in Mackay, and look, it's a it's a hell of a commute. So they um, they come along to our biggest events of the year, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so you don't have to be a part of the Hinchinbrook community. Um, you know, we, we we've got quite a few active members in Townsville and um, and further north, so um, up to Tully and Innisfail. So yeah. um, we welcome we welcome them to come along, and and usually the the common link with those is that they enjoy fishing the Hinchinbrook region, and um, we just add another. I guess another dimension to that to, to have um, people like-minded people to share their, those experiences while they're here. Ah, oh, fantastic! And you are actively looking now for members. Would now be a good time, or are you sort of like is are you full for where you need to be? No, no, we're we're always look. We're always on the lookout for for members, those who want to be a part of the club. Um, and and at the moment, if you um, if you join now, so we our membership is is financial year to financial year. So the good part about now is that if you if you come along to the next meeting or you contacted me and said, I want to be a member, um, you'll, you'll get, obviously, next financial year, but you'll, you'll get the remainder of this year um, thrown in. So, um, and that's something we, um, we try and do every year from, from uh, May onwards. So from the 1st of May onwards, we offer um, the remainder of that financial year or this financial year free and then uh, with the next one. So um, always looking for members. Um, and look, we're we're quite happy for for people to you know try before they buy. Come along to a few meetings. Yes. Um, you know, we send out the club handbooks and things like that. Um, quite happy for them to have a chat with other members before they make the decision. And uh, what we find is that you know, nine out of ten um, jump on board after the after the first meeting or two. They 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 enjoy the atmosphere that we we have. And um, yeah, so it's a uh, it's a quite social club and um, we've got a, a mix of mad keen fishes which I probably fit under and, yes. and those that are those that just enjoy being on the water. Mate, Adam, that sounds absolutely fantastic. Uh, we thank you for taking the time to have a chat with us today and uh, we look forward to talking to you again down the track and see how this wonderful club of yours is travelling. No worries. Thanks for the opportunity. Good right, on take you, care, Adam. boys. I might see you on the water. Oh, I look forward to it, mate. Good have right. a wonderful weekend. Stay safe. See ya. You too. See you, Cheers. mate. Bye. Ah, oh, beautiful. Adam Royal, Hinchinbrook Sports Fishing Club. So um, it's a good thing. Uh, yeah. Have you ever been part of a club or anything? Yeah, back down home I was. Yeah. Uh, part of the club for a couple of years before I moved up here. Yeah. And sort of thought about it, but I haven't sort of got into it up here. Yeah. I'm sort of fishing by myself all the time. and Definitely. Sort of Tell me, when you're making your lures, <coughs> what's the... Where, you're making them from home and so forth and... Yeah, just in the backyard, pretty yep. much, in the garage. Yeah, the incredible finish of Taking it. Taking over the house, because... Yeah. I yeah. saw some of your early ones. I've even got one of your real, real early ones when, a couple of years ago. Even... And it's, they were good finish, but the, what you've brought in here is fantastic. Six months ago, I reckon, things have really changed. Yeah. I can, I can notice lures I made six months ago. Uh, Definitely. I look at them now and feel like giving them away, because... They're not up to the quality that that they are now. Yeah. So, yep. I still have a few things that I bugger up a bit, but yep. Think I need to improve that, but yeah. Um, but you enjoy it. Yeah. And there's a, a lot involved in it because it's all handcrafted. So, for how long does say one lure all time put together take you? Uh, one lure would have to take a 
I would say five hours. Yeah, see, it's, but that's just hands-on time. There's not, of course, you got to allow probably forty-eight hours of dry time in that, if yeah. not seventy-two longer. Definitely, and and on average, how much do they cost for some of the purchase? Uh, twenty to sixty, seventy dollars. Yeah, some of the bigger, bigger stick baits. And yeah. when you put that sort of work into it, you realise because no one for five hours is going to work for twenty-five dollars. No, so it, it is largely. Thankless, there's a lot of pride, yeah. and, and to you, it's just pocket money. Yeah, you have an outside job. What do you do for a living? I don't have a job. Oh, you don't? I'm studying. Oh, you bugger! What are you studying? Uh, environmental science. Oh, are you enjoying it? Yeah, yeah. I'm, yep. Fingers crossed, I can be finished next year, but yep. we'll see what see how that goes. Yeah, and uh, where, where to from there? What's the plans? Any particular company you'd like to work for, or uh, where, where does this um, branch out to? Animal. Um, You've got me now. I've lost. Um, That's all right. Is it all about animals and that sort no, of thing? No, most of my degree is environmental, like climate change and okay. um, stuff like that. You believe in climate change? To an extent. Yeah. Yep. Like I've I been, think that's a very safe answer. Gaz and I, we're, uh, we, we would answer it exactly the same way. I've had enough facts and information, yes. stuff to me through my studies that I can I can agree with some of it yep. and I disagree with some of it. Yeah, no, that's like, a fair answer. Um, yeah, that there, there is something there, and like I will agree with that. But there is stuff that they tell us that it just doesn't add up to me. No, so no, yeah. that's fair enough. All right, we're going to go to our next <clears> song and our break. We're ki- we're killing it this morning. We're doing very well and getting through everyone's um, ads. So, but before I do, I must say that there's a there's a program and um, DJ Loz um, fixed my computer for me from home, and I'm very thankful of that. So I'm going to give um, Loz a bit of a plug. And I always say on this show that this station, once our show, if you just cross over to our show to watch, listen on a Saturday morning, don't be in such a hurry to change back because this station 4k1g2 deadly plays some fantastic music some of the indigenous music they play is brilliant um dave daly's music of the morning is brilliant yes he plays a lot of country but that's not a bad way to start your monday morning as opposed to listening to a bit of metal on another station so it's a good thing but of a thursday night from six o'clock to eight o'clock um dj loz does a uh, music is the language of us all and it really really is um and that's his program and he has special guests uh once a week and basically it's uh, best described as a this is your life of music and um he asks a series of questions which are really really interesting um questions intimate questions questions such as uh uh what song first got you in the music uh what is your favorite song and then to flip it around one of the ones that um, he asks is what's your worst song that's one of my favorite questions uh, and and people then say i can't stand this song i can't stand then and, and i love listening to the answers and they even play that song so you get an idea or get a feel <laughs> and sometimes you're like oh I really like that song. <laughs> Number of times you're like, yeah, I can agree with what that bloke's saying. So, uh, so that's DJ Loz, and that's uh, six o'clock till eight o'clock um, every Thursday evening. It's a fantastic live show, and you'll really, really enjoy it. In the meantime, I'm going to play a song for you guys that I really enjoy, and I'm going to. Uh, it goes for a little bit longer, so I'm going to get some time to get your numbers in. Enjoy. Mother, do you think they'll drop the bomb?
brother, do you think they'll like this song? Try to break my balls
4K1G FM 107.1 every Monday for Island Voices from 6 to 8 p.m. with Therese Cowley. Only on your two daily radio station, 4K1G FM 107.1. Flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek Boats to the mighty 730 Hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer Boats, Yamaha, Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. When you're a builder and your father and grandfather were builders before you, it's definitely in your blood. Homes by DJ Jones brings that experience and passion to every home. Homes by DJ Jones build quality homes at a true turnkey price with no hidden extras. If you're looking for peace of mind when you build, see their new display home at Harris Crossing featuring the new Tesla Powerwall. Homes by DJ Jones. Your home, your future, their reputation. Station sponsor. A lot of people think COVID-19 has just faded away, but that's not the case. It's really strong in our community and lots of people are getting sick. And now more than ever, it's time to get the booster. And did you know that COVID-19 oral treatments are available for some Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people to help protect from getting seriously sick from the virus? The treatments are simple, tablets or capsules, and you can swallow with a glass of water while you're having a feed. See your local GP or the team at TARS. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show on this spectacular morning. And speaking of spectacular, we're going to cross over to Emma at the beautiful Lucinda Fishing Lodge up at the gorgeous Hinchinbrook Channel. Good morning, Emma. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. What an introduction. What an introduction. Well, I'm all hyped up because I've been talking to Gaz this morning. He's like, oh, it's glamour on the water. It's gorgeous. And he's catching them big snodger jacks and everyone else is up there. And you know what? It was so surreal for me because this is my first break in like 20 years of not fishing the tournament. And I was oh, I was so great with green it. With, with, with envy or what? Oh, I was great with it until Friday morning. I woke up and it was like 6 o'clock and I, and I, and, um, I was heading into work and then all of a sudden, I was starting to think about normally I'd be uh, sitting in my boat now having a coffee and, and loading the gear ready for the day. And oh, right about now, I'd be reversing down the boat ramp and ready for the shotgun start. And then I'm like, should have been there. 
This is crap. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. But you know what? In all honesty, I'm really enjoying the break. I had a break from the Barabash last year, and I'll have another break again this year. And then I'm definitely coming back for next year because it's the 30th, yeah. um, and I don't want to miss that. So I gave Paulie Demetrio a call. I said, Paulie, make sure I get my invite. He said, Marty, I wouldn't miss out. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm good. We are good. Yeah, nice. No, it's absolutely beautiful here this morning. The sun is shining, the blue skies. It's just like, oh, just pristine conditions. So you really did pick one to miss. <laughs> no, I know. Because so many other times you've woken up and it's windy and they're like, oh, oh my Lord, don't do that to me. And, I um, always remember the Ingham Rod and Real Club being the windy, rainy weekend. Yep. So yep. um, I think the dates the dates must be different this year, are they? They are, and the one year they changed yeah. it. This is going back. I think it might have been about two thousand seven, two thousand and eight, and uh, they changed the dates because they had the same dates every year for like. 15 years and a lot of them I don't know what it was about that weekend but it was just a crappy weekend it was one of them weekends yeah. right and then under popular demand from all the other anglers they're like nah we're changing it We've got to put it back got to put it back. so they put it back and the weekend that we normally had it on was absolute glamour and two weeks <laughs> later <laughs> it was shit house <laughs> Always the way. Always the way. But even like on the the day that everybody was turning up on the Thursday afternoon, we had like the little overcast shower came through and it was a little bit windy. I was like, unbelievable. It's been nice all week. Ingham Rodden Real Comp. Oh, we've got the the rain, all the towns of people bringing the rain. But then on the Friday, it was beautiful. Like yesterday at the lodge, I was standing up chatting to, we had a couple of guys upstairs. They're doing the Taylor's Beach Comp and I was standing there chatting to them. Yeah. And uh, oh, it was just glass. You could see the reflection of the eye on the water and mm. oh, it, was just, oh. it was absolutely beautiful and yeah. while we were standing there we were chatting about i don't know if you saw the drone photo that um yeah. i put up from one of our guests of the crocs sitting on that sandbar just yeah there. yes so you can see that sandbar from the front of the lodge and we were chatting about it and lo and behold there's the shadow of the crocs swimming towards one of the moorings in the middle of the creek we could see it we we stood up the top of room three, and we could see the shadow and the bow wave of the croc moving towards the float. There's not so. many places in the world where you can do that in with live cap, uh, animals. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's amazing, you know, like people will go and pay, you know, so much money all around the world to go and see all this sort of stuff and we're just casually standing up having a gas bag at the top of the room and, and there we looked it over and there it was. So, we, um, yeah, we're a bit spoiled up here. I bet. <laughs> what does the boat ramp look like this morning? Is it out of control busy? Well, it was. <laughs> but, uh, it must be good. loaded. Yeah. Lucky for the people at the lodge, they yep. just they don't have to go anywhere near that. They just no. put their boats in and they leave it there. So, um, yeah, Gaz, Gaz and Kayleen had their boats in so that they didn't have to go anywhere near that boat ramp this morning with no. all the... The guys putting their boats in, getting ready to go again. So, yeah, and it's that's, very that's the beauty of it. It is very intimidating. You really, really got to know what you're doing at that boat ramp because, uh, like, oh. you've got so many people who want to get in the water, and then you get poor old, old Tom that comes down who's not very practiced at reversing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, or poor old wifey getting getting yelled at in the press. Oh, no. Husband's like, back it straight, and she's going crooked. And, oh, oh, no. You know what my wife would do? She would just get out of the car and she'd walk away. She'd give me the yeah, finger. Like you back it down yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'd throw the bird at me in front of everyone and walk away. No, the thumbs down. The thumbs down is way more like the bird's very aggressive. You got the thumbs down is more like I'm really disappointed in you. That's oh no, no, that's her. <laughs> 
that's way more hurtful than getting the bird. Oh, yeah, Beck would really turn it on. She'd do the thumbs down and wipe her eyes. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's, that's the way to go. And then she'd turn it on me because everyone would then stare at me, you bastard. <laughs> yeah, that's right, then it's your fault, yeah. Yeah, well, you we, know. We've seen many, many uh, um, antic at that boat ramp. Oh. Um, when we had the shop there, watching them back down, like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, the pressure. <laughs> and it is really like a pressure cooker environment because it's it four lanes. Yep. And, you know, like, if some people, like, I don't know, and once once you start to get it wrong, yep. like, it all just goes wrong. Like, to try and correct it, I mean, you start, they must start to get sweaty, they start panicking, and then they, do. Oh, they just can't, they can't straighten up, and then they just drive off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, drive off all the way to Gentle Annie or something. <laughs> we'll just park, oh. we'll launch here. No, it is, I used to practice um, when I was a, a lot younger on a Sunday when it was 20 knots, when there was stuff for people at the boat ramp. I used to go there and, and just practice, practice oh, and practice. You have to, yeah. And I'm glad I did, because I have my big work van now, and there's, you can't see nothing. You can't see the boat. You can't so you can't stick your head out the window and see the boat and reverse down. So yeah, that's hard. <laughs> I know everything is by mirrors now. And uh, like, and the Hinchin book's actually an easy one. If you're trying to reverse down something like uh, Peter Faust, for instance, is like seventy meters high, and then you reverse down on this forty-five yeah. degree angle, but you've only got like a foot and a half either side before there's a severe drop off of rocks. <laughs> So, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and that is a nervy one, especially if you get caught up, like if you're in the middle of a tournament and then uh, you don't do it often and you try and reverse your boat while all these other sort of so-called experts. I'd have, I'd have to wait until everyone was gone. Yeah. 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 I'd have to I would, wait. I don't to... think I'd be game to do it with with uh, all four lanes back and down at once. And yep. yeah, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> do you know what my last experience was uh, there? And uh, it wasn't to do with reverse. But anyway, we went out for a day's fishing. I was with um, a bloke called Jay Wilk. And um, and then we've come back at the end of the day fishing, and I had to go up and get the boat for a reverse. At the top of the ramp was a bull, and it wouldn't let me pass. <laughs> when I'd go to the left, the bull would go to the left. And I didn't know if it was a playful ball or if it wanted to gore me to death on the side of the road. So I was nervous of this he thing. He wasn't moving. He wasn't oh. moving. So in the end, I went all the way back down, and Jay's like, I don't, I don't, I'm not having nothing to do with it. I said, well, give me the bloody cameras because I want to tell people. So I went down, got the, got my phone, come back up. And this thing's like a metre away from me. He just took a photo and then very tentatively, it must have got bored in the end and thought, nah, you're boring. I couldn't be bothered scaring oh. you anymore. And that Is was that, it. You, you should have done the crocodile Dundee and get the you know the hand signal out and like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what happened? I would have put myself to sleep. <laughs> I was pretty tired. <laughs> do it the wrong way around. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, God. So how do people yeah. contact the Lucinda Fishing Lodge, Em? They can give us a call on 0477-999-900. We obviously don't have anything available no. this weekend. Yep. I've got to say, we have turned away so many people this weekend. Like, it's just yep. absolutely beautiful up here at the moment. And, um, you know, we've only got the 10 apartments, so mm. it's so sad when they ring up. Like, oh, have you got anything? And it's it's hard to tell them no. But, um, yeah, on weekends like this, I mean, we don't just have the Ingham Rod and Real Comp. There's Taylor's Beach Comp as well. So yeah. um, it, is, it is pretty busy. And, um, yeah, Did you just... If you if you know that you're going to get some time off and you want to come up and stay at the lodge, I mean, we've got such a niche sort of accommodation, like with mm. that pontoon on the front there. There's nothing else like it. Like, I've looked all around North Queensland and tried to find somewhere else that's got that pontoon right on the waterfront to put your boat on, and it's really hard to find, like... We're just so, yeah, we're blessed with what we've got. Looking straight at the Henshinbrook Channel, mm. Pontine at the front, self-contained apartments. So, Beautiful. I mean, and it's only a small place. Like, it's, we don't have 
you know, like a whole heap of room. So it's only a small group, so the yep. atmosphere is nice and everybody gets there and has a big chat. And it's so nice. Like this this time of year, we get like a lot more of the Southerners coming up. So they all plan their holidays at the same time. So when they come, they meet all their friends. Like, like they've never met before, but they become friends. And then they plan their holiday for next year, and they're all like, yeah, we're going to come up same time again next year, book us in with um, the, the guys that were at the front there, and they all come back again the next year, and they all catch up for their, like, their annual trip, and it's just, like, the atmosphere is so good, so nice, and, you know, everyone sits there, has a couple of drinks, and they all have big cook-ups and have all their meals together, and, yeah, it's just, it's really nice to see. Yeah, that is fantastic, and, and uh, I suppose one of the best places in the world at Christmas time, it gives you that real when you're kids oh, with your mum and dad. Uh, that atmosphere, you wake up, everyone's walking around with the little Christmas tinsel on and the hats on the head and everything. It's, uh, it yeah. makes you feel excited to be alive. And them days are and getting harder and harder to fishing, find them. The fishing shirts, but they're like the Christmas fishing shirts. We we got them for our family, so we all ripped. They're like fishing shirts, but they've got like, you know, the ugly sweater pattern. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> we all have them. And I love, I rocked that all through December. I was so excited. I love an ugly <laughs> The daggier, the better. Yep. Yeah, I love it. And I love it when I see everyone come up with, like, their Santa fishing shirts. They've all got, oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's, yeah, they got the Santa hat on. they got you know, all the elf ears. And, oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? It's, it, you blink, and it's going to be November already. And oh, before you definitely. know it, a month away, and then we're doing it all over again. Which means That's we're right. another day, day closer to dying, but anyway. That's a morbid way. That turned very quickly. <laughs> it can't be all glamour. <laughs> oh, my God. But I do have some availability for Christmas. I got. I have nothing for New Year's. New Year's is already all gone. So we wow. usually get, like, the first, yeah, first crew come in for Christmas. They usually come in around, like, that 23rd mark. Yep. Um, yeah, 22nd, 23rd mark. Stay for that Christmas stint. And then they usually check out. And then the New Year's mob come in, and they're there for the New Year's into the, like, the first week of January, so right. yeah, it's um, it's a it's a very nice time of year. So if anyone is keen to come up, I can confirm that the big man in the red suit can still find you at the lodge. He's been there many many times before. Cool. So um, yeah, if you're looking for Christmas, he can still find you there. Fantastic, Em. Lovely talking to you, and we'll uh, cross back over to you the same time next Saturday morning. Have a great weekend, and say good day to Gaz and the crew for us, eh? Yes, I'm going to catch up with them this afternoon. I just Actually, I just spoke to Gav up in the channel, and he said, um, it's absolutely beautiful, he said, stir them all up and tell them that uh, we just got a 1.2-metre barra and watch them froth. <laughs> they would indeed, and watch them all surround him. <laughs> yeah, I reckon, that's right. <laughs> oh, very good. Beautiful, right, Em. Well, you guys have a good weekend, and we'll catch Later. Thanks, mate. Thank see you, mate. See you. Okay, see ya. Bye-bye. There we go. Em, Lucinda Fishing Lodge, and it would be a beautiful weekend up there at the moment, I tell you. Yeah, makes yeah. me want to go. Well, I'm definitely going fishing tonight. Don't worry about that. This weather is too good. Hey, I was just talking to the guys at the RSL Fishing Club too. We rung in to get some numbers. It's another. That's another fantastic club that's still going strong here. Every week they get one or two members. So if you if you're sitting at home with your family, and um, I don't necessarily think you have to have a military background, but I don't want to say that. Being the RSL and everything, I think they'd open their arms to anyone. Yeah. But that would be another fine club to get hold of. And and all of these places are still looking for for people to 
to join their wonderful ranks. All right, it's that time in the morning again when we uh, cross to another song and our break. When we come back, we've got to find some more time to talk to Adrian about all things sticks and wood. Make sure you support the people that support us. These guys um, very, very caringly give us um, prizes to give away to our adoring fans and so forth, as um, Adrian has done this morning. And... That's the rattle of some sticks and wood lures. And these things are really, really cool. You'll absolutely love them. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to play a bit of Warrant. Do you remember Warrant Cherry Pie? Um, that was a, a brilliant song. Everyone loved that song for a while. It's so tacky. It was one of them BC grade songs. But you'd find yourself singing in the car. The sad thing about this song, uh, and I've mentioned this once before, a long, long time ago, but... Um, the lead singer actually hated this song. It, it made him. It made his fortunes. It made him who he was. But he couldn't stand singing this song. And then, uh, sadly, uh, he took his own life um, a few years ago. So, And speaking of that, if you're struggling with anything at all, I'm going to give you the lifelines number now, 131114. Write that down, guys. 13 and girls. 131144. I lost my father-in-law, who was a policeman for 35 years, to suicide. I know a lot about it it hurts everyone and it's um it's it's uh it's a very very sad thing one three double one one four if you want to give us a call to get some bingo numbers and you're a new listener to this fantastic show four seven two double four eight two four all right guys sit back and enjoy
This is Gary from the NQ Fishing Show. And g'day, this is Marty. Come and join us live every Saturday morning from 7am for three hours of the best fishing show around. We have great characters like Andrew Eddinghausen, Merv Hughes, Michael Guest, Alex Julius and a host of local talent. We've also got some great prizes to give away with our weekly bingo draw. So come on and join us every Saturday morning from 7 o'clock. You'll have a ball. The NQ Fishing Show, live Saturdays from 7 on 4K1G. Race in and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. You know, I used to love going walkabout. But ever since that Motorco mob delivered me my four-wheel drive, I stopped walking. Thanks to Motorco, I now prefer to drive about. They even arrange finance. Just to let you know, you need a new rig, you should go with Motorco. Station sponsor. If you're looking to enjoy the outdoors this summer, call ALEC. ALEC makes it easy with lithium packages to suit your boat, caravan or camping rig. Ensure faster charging, longer battery run times, solar charging and superior handling as lithium batteries are lighter than ever before. ALEC are your red arc specialists. State-of-the-art electric braking systems. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. We're just coming up to 9 o'clock, which will leave us an hour to go until that comes to a conclusion for this fantastic show that I'm having with Adrian from Sticks and Wood today. Our phone lines have been running hot. We've been talking to all sorts of people. Um, I forget who it was before. It might have been... Oh, I don't want to say. I don't want to say now. But um, we're talking about your your bucket list fish and whatever. Oh, yeah, you yeah. mentioned um, that, to catch a halibut, one of them seventy yeah. pound halibuts, and uh, they are incredible fish, aren't they? They look weird, weird and wild. Yeah, and they look like they pull when they're catching them. Too. Might have been Craig. Um, yeah, might, might yeah, have maybe. been Craig, our, our leader man. But um, don't um, don't quote me on that. And, and I think the eating qualities of them are pretty good. Yeah, as the well. eating quality is meant to be pretty good. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't get them here. I would love to try a swordfish. Um, a, yeah. a couple of our seafish restaurants get um, swordfish from time to time, and I'm thinking they would be pretty good to try because they're they're a delicacy. And um, they do get them off the shelf here. I've heard, but yeah. very rare. I think very, very every now and again the uh, tuna fishermen when you watch Wicked Tuna. 
Uh, yeah. We'll hook on to a um, – that's, that's a crazy show, that one. Yeah, I, that's – yeah. All they do is fight with each other. Yep. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big <laughs> soup fest, I tell you. One uh, of them on stick bait would be pretty awesome too. Yeah. Big yellowfin. It would be. Now, I think at one stage, uh, Woodsy was going to give us a call today um, from Guru to talk to us about um, a fishing comp they got in Tassie, which uh, is uh, started out as a really, really small thing and, and now it's developed into uh, something where they give away like $8,000 worth of prizes and and it's all to help um, uh, raise funds for, for motor neuron disease, which I don't know a lot about. So I'm hoping okay. Woodsy gives me a call and, and explains that to me. I think he might have lost a, a close friend to it. So he, he's he's a little bit involved in that. So uh, Woodsy, uh, give me a call during the next ad break or whatever and have a chat if you want to talk to us. But we're cruising along perfectly apart from that. Mate, uh, let's delve into the uh, the barrow side of things a little bit. That's, that's where your heart is. Yeah, at the moment it is. Yep. Shallow water barra. Shallow water barra? Like three foot or shallower. Yeah. Um, Any particular spots you go to? Oh, now he's nah. got no coy. He's shut down on us, listeners. Mm, nah, I've given you enough information for today. And speaking of shallow water and so forth, I de- um, we got a message from Clint uh, who was saying last weekend he went for a walk along the break wall and i said how you sight the fish along there and he, yep. clint already knows that <clears throat> and you do one of my favorite places to sight barramundi is you know the pier restaurant yeah that wall along there which everyone walks to to and fro to get from the casino to flinders street and so forth in winter time especially just as that sun's coming up yep. you'll get barramundi there very often and i have incredibly fond memories of that me and uh, ray lafferty and some other mates we used to go across to the boat ramp at the coast road right across the road and we yep. used to come Past that then we get live herring. Yeah. Just greenbacks and so forth. And we'll catch a few and then we'd run back across the road to the pier restaurant. This is going back. When am I now? Yeah, 35 years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah 33, 34 <laughs> years ago. And um and we'd uh, get our herring and uh we'd put on and we'd walk along and we'd sight them and we'd take turns at who who would get it and You'd put the herring in front of it. Watch her. Yeah. They'll gollop it down. It was just fantastic. It yep. was just brilliant fishermen, brilliant memories, not hurting anyone and, and absolutely loved it. And Clint was just saying that same sort of situation, <clears throat> but this time when he walked along, and I saw this on many and many, many occasions. I see it in the harbour and the lights now. Um, the the barrows had their heads down, bums up, so the tails yep. in the air. And for me, that's 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 go home time yeah, they're not yeah. going to eat and he said the same thing threw everything at it I think he had a plazo prawn that he was throwing at them which they normally anything's going to eat them things and the barrows would just ignore them once they get in that trance yeah. if you're cruising along you can see a thousand barrow Monday but if they're head down bum up yep. they're, they're having a sleep yeah, it's, uh, it's normally if you can get a hit within the first five to ten casts yep yep you, you have half a chance of yep. having a good session well yeah def- definitely but we have been in there where you can actually hit the barra with the electric motor. Yeah, yeah. Electric motor will hit the side of the barrows and then I'll go vroom, and explode and just about snap the shaft yeah, yeah. of the electric motor and take off at a million miles an hour. I don't know what – I think they're sleeping or whatever, but they don't know that you're there. They, just in a you, trance. You can, yeah, they're in a trance. Their yeah. heads down, bums up. They're just tailing away. Look, if you were that way inclined, it would be a spear fishing, yeah, fisherman's yeah. – yeah. Um, bounty because you just put the spear in the water line it up and go bang yeah. and, and they're dead and, and that's 
for me, certainly something that I don't advocate. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. But if that's your sport, yeah. and I think legally you're not allowed to do it from the boat anyway. I think you have to you have, have body in parts water, in the yeah. water or something like that. I but you could. You love could. to do that on the wrecks out the front here, just to see the barra that. Well, I, I must of. admit, because I learn a lot from it too, like whether you like spear fishing or not, you should. Barra fishermen should watch spear fishing videos yeah. because you learn how they sit. Yeah. You learn what they sit like in the wrecks and that sort of thing. Yeah. And apart from that, it's fascinating watching. It's sad that they're so easy to, to pip off. You just, yeah, yeah. you just bang them in the head. And most of them ones on the wrecks are big girls as well. Yeah. They're big breeding girls and everything. Yeah. Um, but again, it's legal. So yep. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. Go for your life. And, and fishing's fishing and spear fishing comes into that. But what I get out of it, I, I find it very satisfying hearing the spear gun getting fired under the water. Yeah, yeah. You know that? Yeah. I, 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 I um, like that sound. Spearfish or snorkeling because I can't really dive down. I'm not that. No, and, and I'm like I'm a, a good swimmer, on. but I'm, I can't dive down. Yeah. Um, that's how I learned the reef. By yeah. snorkeling the edge of the reef. Yeah. Because you learn where the fish are sitting and... Um, you, you learn so much by being able to see that yeah. natural just, environment. Just snorkel the reef and see where fish sit yeah. and where you spook them from. And yeah. Well, one of the things that I learned is like when they come across a, a wreck, for instance, a, a sailing boat. Yep. And the sailing boat's fallen on its side. So you've got that whole hull area with every nook and cranny yep. and bits and pieces. The barrows aren't there. You know where they are? They're at the top of the mast where there's a little bits of wire and, yep. and so forth. That's where the barrows sit. So yep. without knowing that, you concentrate all your time on the main body of the wreck, trying yep. to get into the cabin areas and so forth with the wheelhouse yep. and everything. Whereas they're 30 feet away yep. and there's six or seven of them sitting on the on the end of the mast. You look in the river, the spindliest sticks are where the barrows sit. sticks is where the barrows sit. tree, there's nothing. Yep. Yeah. So that sort of thing, uh, you, 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 you learn off that, how they sit, how they... And they're, they're just like trout. They're an inquisitive sort of... Yep. But if you want to spearfish barrow Monday, you deserve whatever you get from it because quite often the water's murky. Yep. You're in a dangerous environment with yep. that sort of thing. But isn't it fascinating where you're down there then you see the big gold spots coming out and then there'll be finger marks yep. around and there's normally a trout or two and it's just like, oh, my Lord. Yep. But them sort of wrecks, which are out there and they're plentiful, the Spearos, they don't tell anyone about them. No. They... Uh, they are shut down yep. squirrel. Yeah. So uh, you can sit there with your, you know, on pause trying to get landmarks as much yep. as you want. It's it's probably not going to help you too nah. much. You got to you got to entice them fish to bite a lure or you a bait do. then too. On top of that. So. Yeah, definitely. Now let me grab one of these little stick baits. <coughs> no, uh, not stick the, baits over here. Ah, uh, there we go. So now. You are throwing, and, and th this is what is what do we got That's here? That's 80, 80 mil. 80 mil long. And this is 60 mil. 60 mil long. Yeah. And you said before the show started that you use them almost like a weedless prawn, throwing them into the timber. Yeah. Sort of thing. I'll fish them with trebles. Yes. Just throw them in. I'm a big, I'm a big into sinking laws. Right. My idea is if I throw my lure at a snag, I want it to sink down two foot before I start retrieving it. Right. Because if you throw a floating lure in. By the time you get down one, two feet, you're already three, four foot from the snag. Right. Um, and a lot of the time I find the fish will hit that on the initial drop. Yes. Because um, they have a real shimmer. That's a fantastic finish on them, man. I yeah. must say. They are just... And uh, the, the epoxy finish that's over the top, it's just... Yeah. Beautiful. beautiful. Every lure gets 
two, at least minimum of two coats of resin over the top. What's the SW stand for? Sorry for my ignorance. Sticks and wood. Sticks and wood, obviously. Yep. So it's um, look, they're just really really good and we were talking before you can slow roll these without jigging the rod whatsoever yep. and they, they go side to side yep slow roll if so you're chasing the jack or a barra do you change your retrieve depends what i get the bite on so yep. two weeks ago was just slow roll slow roll just yep. cast out start slow rolling i found it worked out that it had to be one particular bait cast reel yeah if you threw it on spin, it was too fast. You wouldn't get a hit. Go back to the bait cast. They were all over it. For sure. And that brings up a valid point. Nowadays, when um, people go to pick a, a rod and reel, they're in so much rush. Over here. So much rush to um, buy something with a really, really high ratio. Like I like my my Conquest. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of them are HGs, which is high geared. So they're yep. a fast retrieve. Not everyone is like that no. i like my standard retrieve as well yep. because when i'm throwing something around like these or like a prawn i want it to be as slow as possible yeah so that's where I'll, I'll throw and look cranking power if you hook up and you need the power you just wind hard and yeah. fast yeah you know you can do it so there's a place don't always be caught up in getting the quickest retrieve reel no. because you can say oh i'll just wind slower i'll just ride my no. way you can do that but once you've cast 15, 17 times, you lose that thought process and all of a sudden you're winding at a, war, yeah. a, a, at a normal standard speed that you forget yeah. about and your lure is travelling a hell of a lot faster than what you really, yeah. really want it to in many situations. Like some days the fish want that, but yep. then other days you don't. So like one week it was slow roll. The week after was uh, walk the dog twitch the whole way. Yeah. And they would hit on the paws. Yeah. So you'd twitch, 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 pause, yep. bang. Yep. Um, that slow roll, you would not get a look in. Whereas okay. if you got that twitch right. Yeah. Yeah. What was it like the first time you hooked a barrel on one of your own lures? Oh, pretty awesome. Yeah. You're pretty emotional, excited. Yeah. yeah. Still get that way. Especially yeah, on the stick baits. Thing. Like, stick baits isn't. I don't really know anyone. There's a few people I know fish stick baits for barrel, but not yeah. many. And just the success that I have on them. Yeah. Is, like, I've. Uh, if you check the Facebook post, you'll find out how many we caught this week on yeah. stick baits alone. Most definitely. Under your name or under Sticks and uh, Wood? Under Sticks and Wood. <coughs> yep. Um, yeah, you just had a great trip. Yeah, like 70 And there's a lot of people losing your, uh, using your lures now and yeah. losing them because <laughs> they're getting eaten. Yeah, I lost, I oh, don't know, for two sessions, um, 13 or 14 lures this week. Yep. I was but fishing. you make them, so you're throwing them in places they shouldn't be. Yeah, I throw them where, like, I, I'm not expecting people to throw a $30 stick bait in a snag. No. But I will. Yeah. And I know they work. Yep. Like, yeah, I'm not afraid to do that sort of stuff. No. Um, but just the shimmy, like, even just throw it beside the snag and especially the... So with trebles on, with that one that you've got in your hand, it will st still say buoyant? No, they're all sinking. So, so, okay, but where do you want them? Do you want them to be sinking? Yeah, I want them sinking. Yeah, the the action on them makes them slow sink. Right. Um. So they they will sink. So I don't know, say a foot every two three seconds. Right. Yeah. Maybe a bit slower. Yes. A bit slow. Probably slower because I'm fishing. I'm fishing them in two foot of water a lot. Yeah. Um. So probably four seconds a foot. Yeah. Um. But yeah. look, it just looks like a barrel lolly. Yeah. I want to eat the bloody thing. I've, I've never caught so many mangrove jack on them until this week. Yeah. Like, I might have caught one or two. Yeah. But, like, I think we got seven. Yeah. 
seven on the on the one stick bait this week. Yeah, and like fully engulfed, like a forty centimeter jack swallow on an eighty mil stick bait. Yeah, fully gone. Yep. So. Oh, good. Have you been down to uh, the lure lover sort of um, uh, weekend and and collectors workshop and that sort of thing? Have you been lucky enough to no, do that or not yet? Haven't heard that one. I've been asked to go to the Ipswich Lure Show. Yep. In July, end of July. Are you going to try and get there? Or? I'm trying to. Yep. I think I have other commitments that. Yeah. I got to go away the week after, and it'll yeah, just it's be, be hard. Yeah. Um, and you're going to be doing this for a fair while. It's not like this is just a a short thing. Yeah, I'll be at it for a while. So, yeah. And then there's the Cardwell Law Show in first of October. Okay. Um, I was meant to go last year, but ended up being away and i couldn't get yep. enough stock to go so i didn't end up going right but i'm going to really try to go to that one this year beautiful and have a bit of stock and that yep. sort of thing well uh, um before we go to our next song on our break listeners make sure you get onto um sticks and woods um, <coughs> social media page you can get in contact with adrian and uh, see how you can go about purchasing one of these absolutely fantastic lures they really do kick butt i was lucky enough because uh, i've got such a soft spot with timber lures and um a lot of people know and a lot won't know that i I was lucky enough to live beside Dave Killerly and I saw his passion with um, with Killaloo's and old dogs and 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 the like and uh, the way he worked with his workshop and everything and um, it was a pretty pretty cool thing. One of the most special occasions I ever had was. Um, Dave um, recreated old dog lures under his name and uh, I took him into the harbour one night. And um, we went to um, a particular spot in the harbour and, and there was a, a barra just cruising around. I said, well, Dave. And he yeah. brought it, he pulled out one of his brand new um, barra snacks. Yeah. And, um, and, he, and he tied that on and then it was in the bleeding mullet colour. And he retrieved it and this barra sort of swallowed, it, it turned and it sort of turned on the lure and then turned away and was like, oh, well, it's lost interest. And, gonna, and then for some reason reignited and turned back around yep. and then come in and come right up underneath the lure and right in front of us is just walloped yep. this barra snack down in front of us, and uh, which he made like... 20 meters away from me and yep. it, it was just a it was an awesome experience and everything sort of clicks together yeah from then and he was excited it was a nice fish too it's like yep. 75 centimeter fish or yep. whatever and i'll go fishing and see something and think oh i need a lure to do that like something in particular and you go home and, and design i'll go it. home and um make that or tweak something in the yep. laws i've already got to do that and Beautiful. then go back and fish it yeah it's probably a downfall because then i've got so many different things but yeah um, I've got a couple of things in the works at the moment that I've been testing a bit. So, good on you. Um, so far, they've been working pretty good. I need to get them to swim a bit Refine better. Find them a bit more. But, yeah, just trying to cop, not copy another law, just copy something in the river to yeah. imitate something that, yeah. Mm. Oh, that's awesome. All right, we're going to go to our next song in our break. Before I do, I must say we um, we haven't spoken to our beautiful friend from uh, Motor Marine for a little while. They had a little bit of a, a family tragedy and so forth. Um, so we're giving them their time. Uh, Fran did send me a message and uh, she said, Marty, can you please remind everyone that they've got the Mercury 75 horsepower to 115 horsepower promo on at the moment. And it's a fantastic promo. Um, the shop's still going strong and you can get in contact 
contacted with the guys there anytime from Monday to Friday and also Saturday mornings till 12 p.m. Uh, now, this promo ends uh, on the 19th of June 2023. So get in and, uh, and um, support our show sponsors um, over at Motor Marine and go and say hello to Francesca and the rest of the team over there. All right, we're going to uh, play a little bit of um, I love, I won't even say who it is, but I love the riff of this song. I always thought, how cool will it be to, uh, to walk out on stage and you've got 10,000 people in front of you and you start your, you start your first um, round with this song.
Destroyer Boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship Destroyer Boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek Boats to the mighty 730 Hardtop models and everything in between. There's a Destroyer Boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer Boats, Yamaha, Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best-kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. You always take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef. The time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. When you're a builder and your father and grandfather were builders before you, it's definitely in your blood. Homes by DJ Jones brings that experience and passion to every home. Homes by DJ Jones build quality homes at a true turnkey price with no hidden extras. If you're looking for peace of mind when you build, see their new display home at Harris Crossing featuring the new Tesla Powerwall. Homes by DJ Jones. Your home, your future, their reputation. Station sponsor. Looking for the toughest products in town? Tackle World Townsville has the ultimate. Introducing Yeti, the toughest icebox around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. It's Queensland Small Business Month. Time to celebrate and support local. Visit business.qld.gov.au forward slash QSBM to find events that will help your business wherever you are and whatever you do. Authorised by the Queensland Government Brisbane. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Good morning and welcome back to the 4K 1G Fishing Show. And it is that time of the morning when we cross to Gordon from Cleveland Bay for Seafoods to say g'day. G'day, Gordo. How are you, buddy? Not bad, yourselves? Good, man. Good. We just about run out of time there. There was meant to be another ad and all of a sudden, York, it's come to an end and I've only just got you on board. Woo! Oh, that's all right. It's all good. Beautiful. How is everything going in your wonderful seafood shop this morning? Mate, we're working away quite hard, chipping away at it all and Fair. stuff like that. So... Today we've gone and put some beautiful fresh South Australian oysters. Yes. Three dozen for $40. Oh, wow. That is beautiful. So we opening them up. We got them there. So, yeah, they're beautiful value. Yes. So, yeah, you can get two dozen of fresh South Australian oysters for 40 bucks. That's incredibly mm. cheap, Gordo. Wow. Oh, for sure. And what an aphrodisiac to boot. You'd be a big weekend with that. <laughs> oh, mate. Well, there's, you know what I mean. Like, it's beautiful weather, nice oysters. Oh. Bottle of champagne, you'll be able to have a bit of fun, and she might like you for a bit. Oh, I think she <laughs> might indeed. Mate, can you tell us what's going on with this bumper prawn thing that's going on at the moment? We've seen they seem to be of influx everywhere. Well, there's good value in the prawns, they're, they're all kicking around, and yep. yeah, as I said, uh, that's what happens when you catch them. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Is this year a better year than what it has been in the past? Has anything changed or is there is just more um, emphasis on the prawn season this year? Well, we've had the rain. Yeah, yep. You've, we've had three years of good rain with good... Um, and this is what they're meant to be doing. Yeah. That's why we have uh, 
fish managers now and everything like that. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. Yeah. I 100% yeah. agree. Are we in a good place to seafood industry at the moment, Gordo? Oh, we're probably over-regulated and over-managed. Yeah. Um, some of it's probably a bit too far to the yep. right, but it'll, but, they'll, but the idea of the new <coughs> fish management rules is so we can release them, pull them back. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you do your surveys, and that's why they want surveys, they want this, they want that, you know what I mean? Yeah, most definitely. So, no, that's fair yeah. enough. Hey, like, early... Like one of the things we've got, like, we've had... Um, this week already, we've had Spanish mackerel on the move. Yeah. Coming in. Yep. So, you know, they survey something, but the biggest delay is none of it's real life. No. Because by the time they do the paperwork, lodge it all, put it in, it's two years time. Yeah. It, 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 yep. It's one of the only things that we don't, we have apps, we've got this and that, but none of it's real life. No, I fully agree with that. That's a that's a very point. poignant decision. Uh, yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Obviously, all these new uh, rules and regulations come into effect for recreational anglers at least um, very very shortly in July. Uh, one per well, person, two for both. For all anglers, because the the professionals lose um, lose eighty percent of what they're allowed to take. Yeah. So what people don't realise mm. is uh, is. The, the recreational blokes go from six to two fish per boat. Right. But the professionals actually lose eighty percent of their livelihood. Yeah. How would you, what the average person's got to realise? Look in their backyard, cut off eighty percent, and get get that taken away mm -hmm. to go to something that you've paid for. Yes. What's your lifestyle you're looking at? A very dismal one. Yeah. So if if you lost eighty percent of your backyard. Yeah just to be not used you can see it there but you're not allowed to use it you still got to pay your rates on it still got to be able to do everything like that yeah mate uh, you reckon there's a few people upset oh, i think yeah. there'll be a lot of people upset gordon you know but the average punter doesn't realize that i think i think with the likes of of this station and, and your voice and many other voices i think we're, we're slowly changing that opinion and we need to we can't uh, let them be uh, led down the garden path of, 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 of facts that just aren't, aren't correct. And uh, that's where we have a bit of a voice and, and a lot of us um, are changing that opinion. Thank like I goodness. remember as a kid when I was about 10 or 12, you'd fly over Rib Reef. Yeah. And it was it was lit up better than Town Mall. Yeah. There was 52 mackerel boats sitting on there in October. Yes. Mate, we don't have 52 mackerel fishermen on the east coast of Queensland now. No. So, you know what I mean? That's the difference. And that's what people aren't understanding. No, and it's, it's going to hit them square in the face without getting too political or into it. Is this going to, how much will this change the price of mackerel once these new enforcements come into place? I mean, your, your general piece of um, Spaniard, is, it's going to, surely it has to go up well in value. How can it? People don't have the money to pay for it now, so how can it go up? Okay, fair, fair answer. Fair you know answer. what I mean? You've got to remember, it's not a set price. It's a, it's a commodity that goes up and down like a yo-yo. Are, are the professionals going to be looking for more of the cut, though, since they're allowed so far less um, to, to bring home? Because they, they're going to have to try and tr find their money from somewhere. Well, they'll, they'll diversify into other fisheries. Yeah, okay. Or walk away. Or there'll be a lot of quota left on the shelf not be caught because it's unviable for them to go catch it. Yes, um, and stuff like that. Like, well, we'll what actually happens is you actually 
you actually lose the product off the market, out of the market. Okay. So instead of, I think we get cut to 165 tonne. Yeah. Right? Uh, and that's all of Queensland. Yes. So you think about it, and to give you an idea, like the average townsville fish and chip shop market is about 45 tonne. Yes. As well as Cairns, Rockhampton, Mackay. Yep. Uh, and that they're the main ones that use Spanish mackerel, but then you've also forgot you've got your Melbourne and Sydney that use a lot of whole fish for the Asian community. Yes. Um, that, mate, Sydney's probably... Sydney uses about 100 tonne by itself. Mm. Fair enough, they get some out of Darwin and stuff like that, but it's also different times of the year that the fish come... Like, they'll catch fish in Darwin, and we won't have any in Queensland. Yeah, Okay. You know what I mean? It's so, a lot to think about. Are you fearful of there being a black market going rife? What do you mean? Well, like uh, uh, people selling fish um, on the black market, for instance. Uh, you know, with um, mackerel, pro- with it, with it being hard to come by. Yeah, just already, like any- there already is. It. It's no different. Like fearful. Yeah. It's one of those things that you can't. It's always been around. It has been for ages. <laughs> yeah. And you're not going to stop it. No. The only way, mate, if fisheries officers sit at the boat ramp, yeah, and watch everyone come in and just check their catch, you'll you'll all of a sudden stop it. But mobile phones, everyone knows where they are. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's um, a big industry, isn't it? There's always a way around it. Yeah, and that's really really sad. Gordo, what and time are your? Yep. Um, and don't and most fish chip shops now. It's your black market's not in the areas of like Townsville or Cairns. Right. It's always in your smaller communities. Okay. Right. Right. It's one of those things. As I say, you're never going to stop it. It's like illegal netters down. There's always a few of them kicking around somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It must be highly frustrating for the likes of yourself. Well, it's very frustrating because a professional fisherman these days have got a, a monitor on their at all times. Okay. The fisheries actually know where they are. Okay. I did right. not know that, and many of our listeners wouldn't know that. So every fisherman, when they go to sea, have to report that they're going to sea. Yeah. They've got a monitor on them, mm-hmm. and it follows them everywhere. So fisheries actually know where every professional apparatus is being worked. Yeah. Stuck where they're fishing, whether it's a line fisherman on the coral tr- on coral trout. Yeah. Or trawler, or um, a barra fisherman in the creeks. Right. They, so they actually know where it is. Yeah. So what what actually happens is, it's most times when they find a net with a jaguar in it. Now, it's not an actual professional because huh. they know that. Okay. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. So you, the first article you get on oh, pro nets have killed another dugong. It's actually not them because fisheries have got a monitor on the professionals there. Yeah. Okay? Yes. So you, you can't get away with any of it. No. No, no, that, and that makes sense as well. We need to get a few of these monitors for a couple of our youths around this town, mate. <laughs> yeah. More than a few. Yeah. Well, actually, they've got more rice than a pro fisherman. They do. And isn't that awful? Isn't that absolute shithouse? That hasn't actually broken the law. No. No, it's just trying a- to make a living. And that's one of the things that people got to realise that is most professional fishermen 
are presumed guilty before they're actually innocent. They are. They they 100% are. And Gary and I, we've always been proud of the fact that um, we're an equal opportunity show, the North Queensland Fishing Show. And we've always been with the pro fishermen. And most of these people who sit and whinge and scream about them eat fistfuls of prawns and Morton Day bugs at the Christmas table of a, on December 25th. Where's all that come from? Yeah. They're hypocrites. Yeah. Absolute hypocrites. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But anyway, it's like everything. You just got to battle away and keep doing what you do. Yeah. Definitely. Hey, Gordon, I've really enjoyed this chat this morning. It's been a bit of a different insight on to, to what else you do in, in your um, shop, and I'd love to carry on with that conversation more in months to come. No problems. All right, good on you, Gordon. I'll see you uh, okay, this morning you. after bye. the show with your voucher. Cheers, buddy. Okay, bye. 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 Ah, there we go. Gordon, Cleveland-based seafood. And a very clever man and a man who's been around the seafood industry for a long time. And I think if you've got all seafood shop owners together, for the most part, for the most part, not all the parts, they will have the general similar consensus. Yeah. They'll agree with one, one another. Um, it's a very hostile environment at the yeah. moment. There's a, there's a lot of anger. There's a, a lot of... Um, Can't blame uh, them either. No. And I'm not... Somewhere through all this, someone's having a big win. Yeah. And then, but with with people having a big win somewhere else, someone's having a big loss. Yeah. At the moment, it's just looking like the pro, the professionals themselves uh, yeah. losing eighty percent of the quote, and it's it's no easy. Like the uh, way he put it, there was yeah. very good. And I can understand why people don't like pros. So they sort of come in and they're young and they're yeah. not all young, but they're roused about and they're afraid their nets in the middle of the creek. They won't give a crap that you're yeah. fishing there with your son or your daughter or whatever. Having a, and they're afraid the nets across. A lot of that's got to do with frustration. They're not all like that. Yeah. Back in the day, in the in the two thousands and what early two thousands, you like Cattle Creek. I remember a few of them, a few of them, and I think the other pros sorted them out. To be honest, they'd come in, they'd leave all of their empty barrels on the beach they would yeah, leave yeah. um they're they're broken down freezers on the beach and, and all of a sudden the beautiful spit of cattle creek yeah looked like a dumping ground yeah it yeah. was um rubbish was not being taken and it was really really sad um but that's like everything like humans the worldwide it only takes one or two or a few yeah. to ruin it for the rest and that's one percent yeah yeah that, that small percentage it. and and then uh the likes of me and johnny munro rock up in the creek and see all this shit on the beach and yeah. go, no, come on that's and you know that freezer didn't come out of your boat yeah yeah you know you need a proper you knew where it was coming yeah from. you knew where it yeah. was coming from and uh but the likes of people like billy patience and so forth who, who would take every skerrick of rubbish with them they soon sorted out the um these bucks that were coming through and yeah and um having that wrong attitude and you're not going to fix all of them but no. hopefully hopefully we can get that sorted so it'd uh, be very interesting to see no nets and see what the systems how they responded well, the, look, the, the no-netting zone in, in the Fitzroy, for instance, is, yeah. it's, it's incredible fishery. Perfect Absolutely example. Incredible. But yeah. then at the same time, I understand they have a job to do. Yeah, but and then, but okay, so on the flip side, you've got no-netting in Hinchinbrook, in the Hinchinbrook yeah. Channel. And like this weekend, for instance, it's a very, very, very hard bite. Yeah, And true. very often it's a hard bite. And it's a no, it's a net-free yeah, zone. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, 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 it could it be more of a mecca because um, you know look, it is so big, it is so fast. There is a multitude of square miles where a barra could be laying. Let's just take a call in case someone wants to have a chat with us. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning. Good morning. You're chasing the number. Uh, yes. Um, for Sam. Sam, sixty-five. Um. 
Yeah, is 66. Um, Emily. Emily, 67. And Hayley. Uh, Talissa. Talissa. And Talissa is 68, Alan. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Have a nice weekend. Bye. You too. Bye. Yeah, so, um, no, it's a, and, and a, a few people have that argument. So, well, Hinchinbrook's been that free zones for a long time, and it can be really, really, really hard fishery. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, but I think Hinchinbrook is a classic case of really, really needing to know it. And I say that in saying, like, I've spent a lot of time with Hinchinbrook. Last time I was there, I had an absolute bumper. We caught a, a crap load of fish. Yeah. Um, but the time before that, awful awful yeah, yeah. hard time it's it's a bit strange but i suppose we don't live in the fitzroy we don't see the dry patches that the fitzroy has as well yeah yeah surely it can't all be big beautiful golden salmon fredfin yeah, yeah. And, 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 and these marooning well, barrows that cruise just thinking of my posts that i put up on socials yeah like people see when i catch fish yeah they don't see the sometimes 10 trips in between where I haven't caught a thing. No, exactly, like, exactly. And we, we need to put that into perspective. We're only seeing the, the good trips. We're not seeing all the, the dud trips or the learning trips. A bit like a fishing show. Yeah. Uh, a half an hour fishing show can come, sometimes take a full week yep. of straight fishing to make. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's the gist of it. Not always. Sometimes not always. you have absolute blinders. Yeah. We all have them, which is a, is a good thing. All right, we're going to go to uh, one of our final song and ad breaks. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about throwing uh, Adrian's lures over the flats. I'm going to give him the floor for a little bit to talk about whatever he wants. I'll lead him along the way. And then we're going to give away some of these fantastic prizes, including one of these sticks and woods, which will be a really, really cool thing. I think this is a fantastic morning to play a bit of Aussie rock. Love this song.
4K1G is playing you the deadliest music seven days a week. Email at 4K1G. 4K1G is on Facebook and streaming beats at 4K1G.org. And also on the frequency of 107.1 FM. 4K1G, your deadly radio station. I'm always in the mood for a great feed from Cleveland Bay Seafood. When it comes to the freshest seafood in North Queensland, it can't be denied. Cleveland Bay Seafood comes straight from the trawler and local fishermen to your plate. Our locally caught fish and seafood is all Australian, no imports here. This is why most Townsville restaurants source their seafood from us. So if you want the freshest and the best, think Cleveland Bay Seafood. And yes, we are a Townsville owned and operated business. Head to 305 Ingham Road, Garbutt, and you'll see why everyone loves Cleveland Bay Seafood. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville station sponsor. Australia is having a conversation about the voice referendum being held later on this year. So what's it all about? It's about whether we should change the constitution to recognise the first peoples of Australia by setting up an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice. The voice would be a permanent body for First Nations people. It would give independent advice to the parliament and government on matters that affect our lives. Be ready for the conversation. Get informed at voice.gov.au. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. And we've had an actual fantastic morning this morning. We've covered some really, really good topics. We've talked all things sticks and woods with Adrian. Um, what his favourite uh, fish are to chase, his, um, his pros and cons of the fishing world and so forth. And we're going to continue in that vein and and, um, and touch on a little bit more of the, the, the flats fishing and throwing. It sounds like you're a real stick baits fan. And you, you just asked off air how many of our, um, our listeners would really know what stick baits are what it's all about and i said they're most of them they really yeah, do yeah. It, it, it's um it's a very very popular um sport and getting more and more popular not so much with the older vein of fishermen yeah yeah but um a lot of the young bucks coming through and yeah. everything whereas like that's something for me i like yeah as long as a gt doesn't grab it because then yeah, i don't like it whereas you're young and they're and, fun for the first two or three now I'm, <laughs> I'm like when i first started fishing for them i was like Yep, let's get as many as we can. Yeah, a bit like chasing tuna out in the boat. Yep. I was like that. But now I'm a bit, oh, I've got two in the boat. That's enough. That's let's enough. go chase some trout on the flats. Like, oh, yeah. I'll be looking for the oxygen bottle. Oh, <laughs> I've had some double-figure sessions on them. Yeah. Like, they're, they're pretty hard days. It's a lot of fish, man. Especially when you like, 15 to 25 kilo fish. Yeah. Like, yeah most definitely but your main like you're heading out the reef uh, have you encountered any wrasse or anything yet um we think we hooked one last trip yeah on the big uh, dark shadow coming yeah through. just had that green color i've caught them before up the Aren't cape they amazing oh they're the 
prettiest fish you'll ever Beautiful. see. Beautiful. And they're almost human-like. They want to have a bit of a chat yep. with you and everything. And just about every sort of uh, reef venture yep. um, organization um, has its resident ras that comes and yep. says hello to all the tourists. And yep. they're an incredible fish. We found a school of um, – we thought they were ras, but uh, – the hump-headed parrotfish. Hump-headed parrotties. We yep. found a school of probably forty or fifty of them all Were over. Were they eating? All over a meter long nut. We nah. couldn't get. He just kept spooking them. Yeah. They were in under a meter of water. Probably need to be throwing some sort of crab pattern at them. Yeah. But they these were massive. I've yeah. never seen them that big. Are oh, the hump-headed wrasse? Are they um, the tasty? No. Oh no, the parrotties and all of that. Yeah, the wrasses. I've been told the wrasse are pretty delectable. Yeah. Yum. Yeah. Yeah, they're a good fish. We, aren't they? They're protected, so we but, can't. And I noticed, like, uh, for the most part, the, the, the likes of the long nosed emperor. I'm a bit of a fan of the long nosed emperor, and I've only caught a couple. But oh, I haven't caught one them. of them yet. They are a little bit prone to be taken on the on the flats. Yeah. On a um, stick bait and so forth. So they're a really, mm. really good thing. They're up there. They're they're on one of our target species. Uh, Chinaman off the flats. Oh. Long nosed uh, emperor off the flats, and yep. uh, wouldn't mind a buffalo emperor. Well, the buffalo emperor there. The, uh, the, um, the proverbial unicorn yep. uh, for a lot of us. I haven't caught one. I'd just love to see one in the flesh. Yeah. What an incredible looking fish, that big yellow colours yep. of them. And yep. it's just, um, and apparently eating qualities, they're like superb. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely superb. I didn't think of eating one. I just want to catch one or yeah. just see one, to be honest. You're a little bit different to me, though. <coughs> yeah. I, I like to come home for food. You're a bit more about the. Uh, the, the moment. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Like, we'll go to the reef, and I think last trip to the reef, we caught, we could have bought over 30 fish home. Yeah. And I think we bought four each. Yeah. Three, three each. Like, yep. You don't have to go out there and kill everything. No. Like, that's just my opinion, but no, no, and for sure, and everyone's valid for for their opinion. I think a lot of the guys, that I, like I, I hear some people get really upset when people come home and they've they've brought home a stack of fish. Oh, you shouldn't do that, blah blah blah. What they're not realising is that boat might do two trips a year, yeah. or three trips a year, um, and then. Like there was a, a, and I won't even mention, but there was a, 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 a very well-known fishing person here who spent a hell of a lot of time on, on water and um, he, he brings home one or two fish. But yeah. as soon as um, someone puts on uh, a picture of, uh, of 30 or 40 fish, he has a hissy fit over it. Yeah. And uh, like someone said one day, they said, well, well, buddy, you've got to realise that this is a once or twice a year trip for us. He said, you go... Four times a week. Yeah. Each of them trip, you just about bring home two fish every time. Minimum, yeah. you bring home two fish, which doesn't sound stuffable, but you put that over the 300 days yeah. a year that you're fishing, that's 600 fish. Yeah. So back off. Yeah. And you know what? I think he thought about that for a second and thought, mm. oh, just because. It took it's me not, a bit too, yeah. to think that way too. Yeah, like, definitely. Just because it's not in one big bulk session, yeah. which is way limited. He's doing way more damage to the fish stocks by taking small numbers home, but continuously. Yeah. So there's things that people need to think about yeah. and, and so forth. And, um, and, uh, and and I've always been an advocate for if it's legal or if you want to take fish home, go for it. Yeah. Most definitely. And and then if, on the flip side, if, if all you do is love fish and want to release them, go for that too. Yeah. Like there's fish, like finger mark, we'll only get one, two, then we'll leave them. Yeah. Like, because they won't release. Yeah. Like, we no, finger mark won't release. It's like catching the Jew. Yep. Barotrauma will get them yep. and make a mess of them. So um, Sometimes you just got to walk away, like leave them biting and walk away. In yeah. my, that's, what we, that's just what we do anyway. Yeah, 
Most definitely. Like we could stay and keep catching them some days, but yeah, like a big finger mark. Some of like we were getting eighty plus centimeter finger mark. Yeah, there's a fair few feeds in that for us. There is, and like, that's um twenty plus years of age. Yeah, in one fish, and they're just amazing fish. Oh, fuck, absolutely <laughs> love them. And I, uh, I, I think my favourite thing about them is that they, they're just like the, it must be something about Legenets. They have so many their um, personalities and faces and yep. appearances, from silver to a really dull yep. black patch to a full-on finger mark to yep. to um, them golden shoes to so they're real crappy, ugly-looking. You yeah, know, it looks like it's been in fish prison for the last 10, yeah. 15 years. Yeah. So um, no, I don't know if thing. it's possible, but last year when I was getting them, I haven't. I don't know if I've caught one this year yet. Um, I had I had a bit of a thing like thought I'll get one of these catch and re- uh, cast and retrieve. Yes. And we joked about it. Thought no, nah, it's not going to happen. First cast the next session, uh, eighty two, I think. That is a good fish, man. Cast and retrieve in 30-plus feet of water. And then I joke, what if we could get one on top water? And I don't know if... I didn't get to try it, but um, I would like to know if that's possible. So, because the ones we were catching, we were getting them in the top probably 10 foot of the water column. Like, they weren't very deep. So, I just don't know whether we would have got one to come that sort of 8 foot higher to hit a surface law or not. But that would have been... That would have been pretty epic. They sort of disappeared after that, like the school of them moved out after that. So, but yeah, that would have been awesome. Yeah, oh, it's fantastic, isn't it? <clears throat> and I've been trying to sink stick baits down to them a bit lately too. And Is that working for you? No, it hasn't. No, um, but it's a learning curve, isn't it? But we can't even, I've had, there's been another boat fishing near me and they've been live baiting with squid and, and they can't even. Them up. Oh, can't they even, can't get them either. Can't even lose a squid. No. Like we, I trolled for, Three or four hours a few night, a uh, couple of weeks ago, one yep. night, all after dark. Yeah. And I marked no mark 15, couldn't get a one. Ugh. Like So frustrating. And they're stacked on top of the reef like when they normally bite. Yep. They're away from the structure where you normally can get them to bite. Yep. Nothing. Like, it was so infuriating. Yeah. So. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your last chance to get a bingo number in. Um, we're going to play our final song and ad break. Before we conclude the end of our show, uh, I'm going to play a cool little song. I love the piano in this. Um, sit back, turn it up, enjoy.
always in the mood for a great feed from Cleveland Bay Seafood. When it comes to the freshest seafood in North Queensland, it can't be denied. Cleveland Bay Seafood comes straight from the trawler and local fishermen to your plate. Our locally caught fish and seafood is all Australian, no imports here. This is why most Townsville restaurants source their seafood from us. So if you want the freshest and the best, think Cleveland Bay Seafood. And yes, we are a Townsville owned and operated business. Head to 305 Ingham Road, Garbutt, and you'll see why everyone loves Cleveland Bay Seafood. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Australia is having a conversation about the voice referendum being held later on this year. So what's it all about? It's about whether we should change the constitution to recognise the first peoples of Australia by setting up an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice. The voice would be a permanent body for First Nations people. It would give independent advice to the parliament and government on matters that affect our lives. Be ready for the conversation. Get informed at voice.gov.au. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. It's that time in the morning where so many of our listeners wait for because we're going to give away some really, really groovy prizes. All right, I'm going to spin the barrel. And I think the first uh, one we'll give away today is the Evertread uh, decal valued at $30, which is a fantastic. I think this will be a very well-supported one and a quite popular indeed. Let me roll the numbers. And the lucky number is 17. 17, 17, 15, 16... Al, guess a call, Al, number 17. So that is your lucky number. So give us a call and let us know. Uh, oh, it's already happening. Let's go through. Good morning, fishing show. Yeah, good morning, Marty. It's Alan. Oh, g'day, Alan. You've won this awesome decal, mate, to put on the side of your esky or anywhere you want it. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, there are really... plenty of places to put it. Yeah, mate, and you'll be able to pick that up any time after 11 o'clock this morning from our show sponsor at Tackle World on Ingham Road. Good on you, mate. Thanks for the show. Good show, too. Hey, thanks, brother. We appreciate it. See you, buddy. Bye. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Ah, there we go. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. What do you say? All right. We're going to give away the Hella Bag. Now, in this Hella Bag, we are going to give away the brand new Sticks and Wood Lure. Uh, it is called the Skinny Stick Shallow, and it is absolutely beautiful. It's in this gorgeous purple colour, um, and it's a kick-ass one, isn't it? Yep. That looks fantastic. 90 mil. Yeah. That is 90 good. mil floating. Yep. I used to make them in a sinking, and everyone asked for floating. Right. So I finally got the floating version sorted. Yes. And, um, yeah, we smacked a lot of barra on the flats on them 
since Christmas. Oh, good job. So, yeah. So we've got that. We've got a couple of the Hinchin Book Lucinda Fishing Lodge uh, kids' hats, uh, a boy's hat and a girl's bucket hat. They're fantastic. We're going to throw in for shits and giggles a Lorraine's um, trucker's cap from our wonderful sponsors from Hooked Apparel. We've got the erratic 11.5 centimetre vibe, which is a cracker. This is the number 14 colour. We're giving away one of the rare Minn Kota stubby coolers uh, from our wonderful sponsors at Red. We've got a spray bottle of red there we've got a hooked apparel rod protector which is a really cool thing to have and thanks to eagle claw we got some eagle claw hooks there so let me put all this back in the bag so how cool a prize is that one that's pretty cool yeah this will that be that vibe looks pretty good yeah it is they're really really good vibes and uh they're bucket hats and everything thing for the kids as well that's going to be very very good all right let me get this ready Number 57. 57. Brian. Brian with a Y. Give us a call, buddy. You're number 57 this morning. You've won this fantastic prize. Hopefully you've got a couple of little kitties there as well uh, that you might be able to sort some stuff out for. So they're going to absolutely love that. It's going to be really, really good. Uh, get number 57, Brian. So you, what's the plan for the rest of the weekend, mate? Um, probably clean up from my trip this week. Yeah. Um, bit of, wash a bit of red dirt out of stuff. Yeah. Um, probably go for a fish tomorrow. Pretty quiet weekend. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Oh, there we go. Haven't had much sleep this week, so... No, you got to catch up on that. Yep. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning. How are we going? Oh, Brian, Hello, congratulations. Brian. You've won the awesome hella bag. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you get been to see... Been <laughs> Yeah, well, you're going to get to see one of these new little lures and see what they're all about, so that's a good oh, thing. Perfect. Yeah, Good on you, mate. Might have to go for a flick. Yeah. Sounds good. Might have to go for a flick indeed. All right, mate. Well, you'll be able to okay, pick, pick this up any time after 11 o'clock from our show sponsors. Perfect, mate. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. See ya. See ya, bye. Bye-bye. Okay, here we go. Better hang that up. All right. Last one. And weird. This is for... The $50 Cleveland Bay Seafood Voucher. So this is a cracker of a prize, this one as well. Here we go. 36. Shane. Number 36. Shano, give us a call, buddy. You've won the $50 Cleveland Bay Seafood Voucher. And Shane's straight onto it like a <laughs> frog in a sock. Good morning, Shane. How are you, mate? 4K1G. I will, mate. Are you there, Shane? <laughs> yeah, mate. What the bloody hell was that? <laughs> oh, Gary was running the board then for a second. Oh, mate, I spilt me rum. Me smoke's falling out of the ashtray. Oh, my God. The dancing girls, get outside. Right. <laughs> She's all gone <laughs> and me and me co-host for the day, Adrian's in stitches on the floor. <laughs> oh my lord! Oh, but, oh well, I've, I've got no excuse for that. But anyway, on the flip side of the coin, you've won a really cool prize, buddy. <laughs> awesome! Thank you very much. Yeah, no problem at all, Shana. You'll be able to pick that up, not from um, Tackle World, but walk right next door and pick it up from Gordon himself at Cleveland Bay Seafoods, mate. 
All right, mate. No worries. Beautiful. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. And uh, it wouldn't be a uh, NQ fishing show without a complete and utter shit fight at the end. (laughs) (laughs) See you, brother. See you, mate. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Hmm. <laughs> I'm here for your entertainment, Adrian. That was good. Yeah, yeah. Did you like that? Yeah. Shit flying everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. That concludes the end of our wonderful little show. As Gaz and I would always say, drive safe on them highway because we certainly need you back this time next week. We need as many listeners as we can possibly get. Adrian Elrich. Sticks and Wood, thank you so much for joining me today. I do hope that you enjoyed the show. No, I think we had a great show, and no. uh, I really enjoyed having you on. I look forward to having you again next time. Uh, Cowboys last night, much better effort. Bad luck. Um, hopefully we'll be able to find ourselves soon and hit the ground running